No. Yes. What episode is this? Is I don't it, even. I don't know. This is episode five thirty nine. Lex. Okay, I knew that. I'm episode, pissed now. You're pissed now. T-shirt's too tight, Billy. Well, welcome if you're uh, out there in in podcast land, uh, listening to joining us on the rant and on the Facebook. Uh, if you're listening to us in podcast form, thank you. It's uh, episode 539 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. No guest tonight. Myself, Tony, Kevin, uh, living that uh, non-millionaire Matt life. He's riding a bus back from Atlantic City, so that fucking schmuck will be joining us whenever. Uh, so stay tuned for that if you want to hear some boring adventures from Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> but uh we got a lot to talk about tony they released more people from the wwe um mlw is is announcing more people for this battle riot ring of honor is full speed ahead to best in the world uh nwa uh we're going towards what's it seven what's 75th anniversary 77th anniversary 73rd wow i was not close kind of i was yeah. over on all of them you're in the right decade though i was in the right decade uh, I think games are back. I think trivia is back. Maybe Kevin has a top five list of uh, things he does when he's not listening to the Michael K show, like a fucking tool bag. I really hope he doesn't have a list. He's got a list. It's going to be, con- uh, oh, I should have thought about that. Uh, what wrestlers name start with a B who won a belt during a full moon during the month of July in the 90s? Thought about it. Oh God! You guys don't make fun of me like this when I'm late, do you? Oh yeah, we do. We talk so much shit about you. I know you talk shit about me, but I feel like we are more hateful when we do it to Kevin. I mean, what are we gonna do? Everybody knows you stutter, you know. So it's like that—that's kind of the go-to. But like, what's what are we gonna do? Like, Like, and then we're making fun of people that stutter. Oh, we don't want—we don't want to target those people. Oh, but Kevin's an idiot, so we can make fun. All right. Kevin is an idiot. Well, the idiot will be joining us. Millionaire Matt (laughs) is back. And I was thinking about flashing my bankroll, but then I just watched an ID episode where some dude flashed his bankroll on Facebook and then some people showed up and murdered him. So I'm going to keep my bankroll where it is and I'll just talk about how much money I have. At least you learned something from these murder episodes of shows or whatever the hell you watch you know what i'm learning tons of things i'm doing tons of things i'm trying to get caught up on the wrestling world after the last week i've had and uh i have you and kevin to lean on so we'll be uh leaning on both of you i'll be leaning on both of you i don't even know what the fuck i'm saying anymore of course not but it's all here next on episode 539 of the shining wizard wrestling podcast we are two weeks away from an in-studio return so enjoy. Hit the thing. Make the sound go. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, nope. Following this presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantingOfRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com. Hey. Hey, it's not coming through on my end. Are you Are you serious? Yep. 
Oh, Fanabla. Now you, now you silence I know, now yourself. I muted. Hold on. All right. We're going to try the <laughs> intro again. Uh, I could hear it playing, but it was only like playing from your laptop. Oh, from my, like my earphones? I, I don't fucking know how you have a setup. All right. Let me, let me, let me see if you could hear this. Can you hear this? Uh, whoa. Yes. Now I can hear that. Okay. All coming up next on the Shining Wizards. <laughs> Take fucking two. Fuck you. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, this is Sean Mooney. You may remember me from the event center, but now I like to spend my time with the Shining Wizards. What's up, fuckers? I love the big package. And he's got those smelly balls. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> fucking loser. Fuck the Shining Wizards. Gentlemen, welcome once again, one for all and all for one. We are the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you live on the rant, rantiumradio.com. Coming to you live on Facebook, facebook.com slash wizards podcast. Coming to you in podcast form. We know you love you guys too. Coming to you on Geek Life Radio. Don't forget about those guys. And of course, we are here for one reason and one reason only, and that is to do the wrestling talk. And the talk about the wrestling. Tony, Matt, some fucking technical issues already. I apologize. And the reason why things weren't coming through is I actually had a Zoom meeting for work on Thursday. So I had to tweak everything because I was using, you know, the earbuds or whatever for the meeting. And then, you know, you just log off and kind of forget about it. And I pulled up the loop back, but it was on headphones and not microphones. Just this microphone was on. Which is why you could hear my voice, but you couldn't hear anything playing. And before you started thinking you were listening to Turnbuckle Throwbacks with all their issues, Matt cued me up, fixed it, no problem, we're good to go. So how was your day? My day was, uh, it's been pretty good. I went and I did a bunch of shit uh, before it got like Africa hot outside. And uh, then I kind of holed up in the house. I did, uh, I watched some Ring of Honor. Then I did some laundry. Then I recorded another podcast, which will be dropping Wednesday. Uh, you can find it on all platform uh, podcast platforms. The hardest part of the ring, where myself and the host Kyle uh, talk about ECW Return of the Funker. Now you were pissed off last week when you were telling us like that these guys didn't really weren't really up on the ins and outs of ECW as you knew them. Uh, did you take anybody to task or were you just like mellow Matt and just like, all right, guys, listen, you got a few things a little wrong. How'd you handle yourself? No, I did not take anyone to task. So 
as we started the episode, and you will hear Wednesday if you check out Hardest Part of the Ring, uh, me and Kyle started talking. Kyle is a, is about 14 years younger than me. Ooh, so he's like... Right, 30. he said he was like six when he first started watching ECW, so that time frame, and it wasn't 95, so uh, so uh, it's all new to him. Ooh, so you were like the professor. I was like the professor, and I tried not to spoil any of the stuff that we had coming up because he is watching all these shows in chronological order. Uh, but we had a great time. Uh, it's a great podcast. He's very much based out of the uh, same sense of humor that we have. There were some uh, AIDS jokes. There was some uh, asshole talk. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. So if you are a fan of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast, the hardest part of the ring is uh, Kyle's podcast, and he does just show reviews, and he always brings in someone from a different podcast or from his uh, from his little community there, uh, and they do ECW, WCW, and WWF stuff. So it's definitely worth checking out. I'll be on the Wednesday show that drops this week, Return of the Funker, some ECW stuff. So please check that out and support uh, the hardest part of the ring. Now, were you three sheets to the wind like you were on John Carlos' podcast? No, I literally ju- I did it about two hours before I sat down to do this. Nice. Good so I did the did that. Uh, I took a break. I had some pasta salad. I checked my mail because I should be getting my Jericho book today. Uh, and then I did a watch along for the June Patreon subscribers that I had just sent you before we started the show. And that will be up before the end of the month. So your guaranteed fourth free episode will be there. You are really low. Am I really? Yes. Why? Why? I don't know. What did you do to your shit, man? Is this better? Is this better? Is this better? Yes, that's much better. Well, you told me I was tinny before, so I tuned it down. I'll be so glad. In two weeks, this will be all a fucking distant memory. Yes, we'll be back in studio. Yes, yes. What are you looking forward to most? Not talking over each other? Yes, I think that is something that uh, we definitely are guilty of, especially Kevin, because he has internet from 1997. Yeah, he dials into AOL or CompuServe or some shit like that. Yeah, and then like his father's always using the phone, so he's getting kicked off, or then he's behind. It's a pain in the balls. Well, maybe for him, but not for us. It is when we're fucking talking over each other all the time, and you can't hear what anyone's saying. No, this is fair enough. And you know what? I almost forgot to play this. I know that Kevin and I are the two-man army, but Matt. The one that go meet to meet. Meet to meet is back. Come Fucking on. Fucking meet to meet. Hell yeah. Fucking meet to meet. Rest in peace, Kamala. What, did you kiss the sky? What was that? Yeah, just, you know, show my, my footless man some love. Uh, Yeah, so that was my day after a hellish week of work. Wonderful. Well, it's 94 degrees outside and I have zero air conditioning in the house, so that's my day. Man, I feel I feel bad for you. Are you in the heat wave zone as well? Maybe. I mean, I think it's going to be 97 tomorrow, but the good thing is the AC guys came out today to do the assessment and tomorrow they will be here to install all the new equipment before noon. So we just got to tough it out for a little in the morning when it's going to be in the 70s and we'll be good to go for the heat in the afternoon. All right, because where I am in Morristown right now, right now it is 7 o'clock p.m. It's 91 degrees outside and it feels like feels like 102. Oh, I could tell you real quick. Let's play the let's play. What's the uh, temperature on the mean streets of North Arlington? Oh, yeah. Let me hear it. Uh, 
It is 93. It's not telling me how hot it is, but we are under a heat advisory. Yeah, you're there with me, too. Honey, there you go. Oh, if you scroll down a little bit, it'll tell you what it feels like. Ooh, I didn't know about this part. Let me see. Today, partly cloudy currently. It's 93. The high forecast is 95, which it did hit today. Ah, here you go. Feels like 100. a boy. Big ballies. <laughs> Big ballies. You know what else I learned this weekend? What'd you learn this weekend, my friend? Uh, my kid's been doing DDP yoga with me, and he's really into it. And he's been doing a lot of the uh, – I did advanced for this series of workouts, so it's kind of unfair to him since he hasn't done it in a while. But he's been hanging in there. Like, he's been doing some of the advanced stuff, modifying, of course. And, uh, you know, like, so, like, when you come up from touchdown, he's like, the head's, your head's the last thing to come up. So my kid's like – your dick is the last thing to come up. And I'm like, ooh, snarky kid. I kind of like it. He's definitely your kid. Definitely, 100%. And he said it with not an ounce of irony either. <laughs> you do have a teenager, so enjoy that. Yeah, I know. Oh, boy. He's, he's, he already passed the missus in height. He's sprouting up like a mother, dude. What's that little shit doing for the summer? You're going to put him to work at your father's flower shop? Don't let him fucking sit around and play video games all day. I I want him to go there so badly. And uh, my wife seems to think that place is a negative influence. Look, I turned out fine. I was there every summer myself. I got I, I would rather. If I had a son who was a teenager, I'd rather put him with people I know. Family versus some fucking degenerate scumbags at some other kind of job no this is the truth absolutely every work experience is usually full of negative uh influencers influencers but uh they're, they're fun oh yeah oh yeah dude i learned so much in the years just working at the flower shop you know that's it you can learn you learn your street smarts of course of course on the mean streets of of west of north arlington west orange jesus what do you think i'm kevin <sighs> dude this, Calm down. i'm like fucking before i know it, my fucking day off is over man i don't know where the fucking time goes i can't believe you actually had a day off today that's like that's like a miracle it is it is and i got a late start tomorrow too but i'll be in front of that goddamn oven tomorrow in this fucking awful weather well it beats being in the yard chopping wood in this awful weather. well i'm not it? that dumb i'm not going out well i mean that was by choice. I went outside and decided to be a lumberjack. Work tomorrow is work tomorrow is something I have to do. So I have to go stand in front of the oven in the hundred degree weather. I was playing Jackal all weekend. Just that same song. Every chance I got, I was just a lumberjack. Hey Alexa, play lumberjack by Jackal. Let's see if she gets this thing on. Alexa, oh, volume seven. It. Let's see. Let's see if she comes up. You hear? Yeah. Oh, I hear. Come on now. Wait. Did she not play it? What's going on? Oh, she sucks. She shut off. Uh, for those not familiar with the Lumberjack by Jackal in our reference, you should sign up for our Patreon because we talked about NWO sold out in 1997. And Jackal was the band there. And we go way down the Jackal rabbit hole. So uh, go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. $3 a month gets you all the bonus content. Uh, let's get this out of the way, too. Uh, dear good friend, supporter of the show, Lisa has fallen on some hard times. Unfortunately, her humble abode uh, caught fire, and her and her daughter 
lost everything. Thankfully, they are safe. But uh, they have a fundraiser started. Uh, we have shared it on our social media. If you have anything you could spare, a dollar, everything helps. Um, she literally lost everything. Her and her daughter are safe, thankfully, but they have to rebuild. So uh, Lise has been with us since like the day one, that day one-ish, uh, and she's been great. And she's always supported us. She sent us whiskey uh, from Texas back in the day when we were doing studios and uh, shows in studio. Uh, she's met up with us at wrestling events when she's in Jersey. Uh, she's always rocking the Shining Wizards gear. And the least we could do is put this out in the universe. So go to at Wizards Podcast on Twitter. Uh, there is a uh, tweet with the fundraising information. Anything you could do, a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, whatever you can spare. I know sometimes... Uh, people feel guilty about asking for help. I know Lisa is not comfortable asking, so I'll ask for her if you have anything. And people in the Discord have been awesome. Uh, in the Shining Wizard Discord, people have given whatever they can. It's a beautiful thing. I think Dave Meltzer even shared the tweet today that we put out. Whoa, that's uh, awesome. And I know Luke Hawks did. I talked to him. So whatever you can do to support and help Lisa get back on her feet these are tough times I got displaced from my house from a flood uh, but I had all my shit I can't imagine what it's like to lose all your shit in a fire so anything to help Lisa get back on her feet during these trying times it's appreciated let's get that shining wizard community let's show some togetherness pay it forward you'll feel better uh, and again every dollar counts if you only have a dollar great just give her a dollar we have 7,000 followers on twitter if every one of those people gave a dollar, she'd reach her goal. She'd be good. She can fucking one less thing for her to worry about. It's a very stressful time for her. So just help out if you can. Yep. Well said. Thanks. Now the show completely tailspins. We're going to talk about assholes. We're going to talk about that bitch Alexa, Alexa Bliss eating that goddamn pig because I know she's eating that fucking pig. She's still eating that pig. She's fucking cut out the disease part. That Larry Steve, that head is fucking... Right at the end of her driveway, like Lord of the Flies. We got NWA. Kevin's going to join us. He's going to talk about Boardwalk Buds. I don't participate in that stuff. Uh, he oh, had a good time. He, he ran into a fan who was rocking. Yeah, he did. Cut them all up. Uh, a gentleman rocking the Shining Wizards gear. So I thought that was pretty fucking cool. And uh, he, saw his, uh, he saw his first Schlack match, too. Yeah, he's not a, he's not familiar with the Schlack. Um and he did the Friday night show. There were people there, so I'm sure he wasn't used to doing an actual comedy show with people in the crowd. Oh, so we'll so we'll get a we'll get we'll get some uh, we'll get some of his takes. Maybe he can tell us what some of his jokes he did. He won't because he doesn't know how to entertain. But you know, we can hope and pray. That's never gonna happen. Yeah, but he doesn't listen to this, so I, I can throw him under the bus all I want. And oh, by the off chance that he's the Michael K show is over, so maybe he's listening to this on the bus. He can't figure this shit out. He can't figure out his home Wi Fi network. You think he knows how to download a fucking live stream? Come on now. I mean he's on Facebook all day. What is this rant radio? I can't find the website. I don't understand this. Guys, guys, I'm on the Facebook ski. I see everything. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Facebook ski. You're such a jerk off ski. <laughs> Fuck off ski. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking A. Did I miss most of the show last week? I think I did, right? All right. So we're back. I hey, you did. weren't on the show last week? I don't even remember. I think I missed the first half. 
That's eh, all right. Never. Um, but now I'm back, and we're better than ever. Hey, you got any big plans for the Fourth of July coming up this weekend? I'm going to visit Grandma. Haven't seen Grandma in a couple weeks. So. Grandma, what was it like? Let me help you. <laughs> all right, all um, right. I think that's about it. Like, since my sister-in-law moved, they got a great house. They got a pool. So they're always inviting us over. We actually did this past weekend. My niece turned two today. So, no, but it was cool. Like, you know, family and friends and whatnot. So. I didn't get an invite. Oh, you suck. I don't know. I got a pizza truck, man. Come on. Hey, look, if they want to order a pizza truck, I'll be happy to pass along the information. But Where do they live? Fairfield, right by the airport. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not, it's great neighborhood, you know. Uh, there's some pizzeria there they ordered food from. It was actually pretty good. I don't remember if it was Hollywood Pizza or Boulevard. I don't know. Yeah, Hollywood some... Pizza sounds about right. There you go. Oh, you've ordered. Of course you've ordered. I you lived ordered. in Fairfield for many years. That's right. That's right. All right, so no 4th of July plans, or are you going to go somewhere and watch people blow their fingers off? I'm probably going to check out fireworks i hate going to see fireworks oh, they're fucking like worst. if i could see fireworks from my window i'll look out the window and watch the fireworks i just hate being around people just sitting on somebody's fucking lawn just watching shit blow up fireworks unless or- unless we're doing it ourselves in the middle of the street then that's funny shit but to go watch some fucking jack off press play on a computer and the fucking thing goes off for 20 minutes eh. yeah i'm with eh. you fireworks overrated definitely i hate fireworks <laughs> You know where the best fireworks were? When I stayed at Disney one year, uh, we were actually overlooking the Magic Kingdom. We were at, like, the Contemporary Resort. And you don't have to leave your hotel room. Those fuckers are right there. The castle's right there. That was great. I didn't have to put up with anybody. But putting up with crowds of people, fuck that noise. Yeah, fireworks fireworks fucking suck. Yeah, they pretty much. They're fucking boring. So they don't do anything. They just explode in the sky. They don't make any. There's no like fun name. They all do the same thing. They make a lot of noise and they make color. Yeah, and then everybody's dog hides under the house for twenty minutes. You see fucking ten minutes of fireworks. You've seen them all. And then they light a bunch of shit off at the end. Uh, try it. Pretty much, it's like rapid fire fireworks. Rapid fireworks at the end. That's it. Kevin, you got a look on you like something special. How was the bus ride back? Oofa, uh, not the best, Matthew. Not the best, Shining Wizards M. What time did you leave the old uh, Atlantic City? One o'clock. One, <laughs> nope. One, one thirty. One thirty. Oh, boy. So even to avoid the transfer, because I took the bus from New York to, from Newark to New York and then to Atlantic City, because there's really no direct line unless you transfer in like Philadelphia via the train or something like that. So I took, uh, but once I got to New York this time, I was like, you know what? I'm just taking the New Jersey Transit to Montclair, and just took the uh, took the train from from New York Penn Station, and uh, and that even got delayed. So it was it was quite a quite a nice little travel experience. Well, how was your uh, how was your Boardwalk Buds, bro? It was the most unique, surreal weekend of my entire life. Like absolutely wild. Like highs and lows, no pun intended with the highs, but highs wanna, and lows. I want to know about the lows. Oh, the lows were when I when the crowd turned on me in the, the first show. Oh, why did they turn on you? Oh, I don't know. They were fucking drunk and stoned. <laughs> that's what. That's why they were drunk wrestling fans and they were stoned and they didn't and they didn't have the patience to wait for actual joke telling. They wanted you to 
be super aggressive, super quick. They wanted like a Young Bucks match is what they wanted. They didn't want like an Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard match. So did you start super kicking everybody with the hot jokes? No, no. I got him back at the end. Started off strong. The middle was a dud. Uh, and then I got him back at the end. But last night was probably the, one of the best sets I've ever had in my entire life. So why were you were you fucked up for the last set? Like, did you fit right in with everybody or was it more of a mellow crowd? No, it was it was a it was a more it was a smaller crowd, obviously a Sunday night, but they were you know they were there to laugh. Whereas Friday night they were there were like 300 people there, but they weren't all in on comedy. They were there because it it, it was what it was. They came for the show, but if they didn't really know you or if you didn't tickle them like right where they itched, then you weren't going to get them. And uh, uh, so it was, uh, but overall, dude, it was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had in my career. All right. So comedy was a home run. What about the rest of the weekend? I know you ran into uh, a fan. Yeah. What was his name? Edward. Edward. Eduardo. Eduardo. Yeah. So I'm at one of the ICW shows and I, I just, I, he just happens, he doesn't walk up to me, but he's like kind of walking towards me and I see the freaking pumpkins and the ghosts and the, and the orange lettering. And of course the, the swoop uh, kick logo. And I'm just like, yo, that's our shirt. How does this guy have our shirt? And then, uh, and then uh, he, I asked him, he said uh, he, he won a, a retweet uh, contest on Twitter. So it was absolutely, it was awesome meeting him. Super nice guy. He's like, you know what? I'm going to come promote the shining wizards while I'm down here in Atlantic city. And it was awesome. Super nice guy. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I see you experienced your first uh, – what, what shows blew your mind? I know you've never uh, seen the Schlack. Yo, that dude is <laughs> – that dude is like – like he might be the craziest son of a bitch I've ever seen in my life. Like, and I've been watching wrestling a long time, but like, yo, I mean, when they say deathmatch wrestling is not for everyone, it is not for everyone. Like I, I appreciate it, I love it, but it is so uncomfortable to watch these people get almost like murdered. Like Tony, like I know, like we like in tape training days, like when you would watch all the 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 Japan stuff and and all that great stuff. I feel like I appreciated it more then when I was younger, but now that I'm older, like I'm just scared for people. You nailed it. You nailed it. It's pretty fucking scary shit. Yeah. But they had a. Uh, I watched the. Uh, they had like the pit fights, uh, so I saw a couple of those shows, and then I saw. I, I missed, which stinks. I missed the Cannabis Cup, because that was at noon, on Sunday, and I didn't have anything to do Saturday night, so I just played poker all night, till like six o'clock in the morning, and so I overslept for the Cannabis Cup. I got down there at like two thirty, and it was already over. Do you know um, who won the Cannabis Cup? Yeah, our dear good friend Casey Cattell. Fuck yeah. That's right. That's you... right. I got to got to catch up with her, which was great. That my man, my wingman, Gino Gotts. Ah, fucking guy. I love that dude. He like it's so weird, man. Like you don't realize like I don't want to sound like over dramatic about it, but like like that's like your like that's a friend right there. Gino Gotts is a, is a true like freaking friend, man. Like go we we had some slices on the boardwalk. We had a good time, man. Nice. I heard you ran into somebody else down there. Who else did I run into? That fucking aluminum foil wearing fucking moron. 
Oh my God, yes, Whoa. I did. And I didn't recognize him at first because he didn't have his tinfoil hat on. But uh, I ran into Chris, uh, rough Chris, and uh, it was a very brief encounter. I was like, hey, what's up, Chris? It's Kevin. You know, I've no, known you for a long time, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, and I mentioned Shining Wizards. And Francis was like, did you just say Shining Wizards? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you recognize me without my hat? And it took me a couple of minutes, to be honest with you. A couple of minutes? Well, what, that's like 30 seconds, whatever, five, 15 seconds, whatever it was. And then I was like, oh, I should Francis. And, uh, and we, had a, we had a hug and a shake, and, uh, and that was it. But it was good to see him, both of them, good guys. Great. And Matt oh, looks disgusted. I, I, I hope Francis got eaten by sharks. Um, overall, Kevin, great experience. Yes. Dude, it was, it was awesome, man. Like, it was, like, I, I, this, this weekend made me realize that I don't get out enough. Like, and I actually, like, I went to the beach. Like, I don't go to the beach. Skinny white guys with hairy chests don't go to the beach. Yeah, and I went to the beach. Wow, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. You didn't take your shirt off on Tombstone Jesus was on the show, so. That's right. Well, I had to manscape a little bit. Manscaped. You mean know. you had to trim your hair? What hair? I don't know. Whatever's your going chest? on on top of your head. Nah, that, this is not going anywhere. No? Nah. Right. I'm keeping it. Feeling wow. it. Feeling it. Got that Joe Dirt look going there. Listen, I've been on fucking road for, for nine hours. Cut me some slack, please. I'm begging you. You guys do the show, and I'll just chime in when I when I feel like it's appropriate. How's that any different than any other week? Oh, come on, man. Are you out of your fucking balls? He's throwing softballs, man. He's throwing softballs. Come on. I got I can make the jokes. Am I out of my balls? Probably, yes. That's probably. <laughs> I mean, come on. He may look like a shit, but at least he contributes. <sighs> yeah. Fair enough. What's my excuse? You do everything else. You're the you're the rock. Uh, you smell it. I ain't done shit this week. I put these notes together today. I didn't knock a lot of you, Matt. Couldn't I even know. get them. Yep. Uh, yeah. No Wi-Fi on the bus. No Wi-Fi on the bus. No, no air conditioning on the bus. Ugh, it's like Tony's house. It broke down like three times. Like the we bus? were stuck in it. The bus. Yeah. Three times. Yeah. We had to stop at before we even got out of, out of Atlantic City. It the the bus broke down. The bus driver looked exactly like Scott Demore, by the way. Would, but that was hysterical. I would be like, I'm getting too. off this fucking bus right now. If it broke down before we even left AC, I'd be like, I'm out. Well, because the bus, the, the the route was like. Res- like resorts it was like the casino line so like they did the first like three or four casinos and then it was just straight to new york but it didn't it didn't start running until like the last stop and i'm surprised you even made it to new york alive but we did and you're here with us That's all right don't listen to the first 20 minutes we fucking made fun of you uh for 20 minutes sure you did no no we did i know we knew you won't listen though so i'll listen now <laughs> What do you guys say? I'm curious. Oh, we're fucking pricks. We busted your balls. Wait, is he over there? It's, it like bad. really bad? Like, like was it hurtful stuff? Now look what you did. You ruined him for the rest of the show. I hope you're happy. I am happy. Very happy. What I don't know. You... Now, Tony T Donk, what'd you say about me? You're pretty. Oh, I'm asking you right now. You're you pretty thin skinned, so you might think it was hurtful. It's nothing but love. Well, what was it? Oh, I what don't know. Verbatim, that was half an hour ago. You got. You're asking a lot of questions out of us it now, was a buddy. A while ago. 
Maybe you just gonna have to in listen. Room been listening can uh, tell us. Yeah, Mott Spock, Milwaukee Tom, whatever fucking name you're going by today. Tell Kevin what shit we talked about. <laughs> Was it like, like stuff that'll make me want to quit the podcast? Or like, no, no, just breaking balls. That's all. All right. No, that's you know, right, Kevin's on his way back from Boardwalk Buzz. He doesn't participate though. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't partake. I don't in partake that in that stuff. Oh, just my overuse of the word partake and not doing it. Yes. Well, not of- partaking. Yes. Yeah, it was, I think I used the line. Oh, there were like a lot of people at the show Friday night. He's not used to that. <laughs> All right, that's funny. Yes, well, we'll see when you listen back. <laughs> no, it's pretty funny. That, if that's what you said, that's pretty funny. Yes, we busted your balls. Yeah, right. there's nothing, nothing like mean or like. Wait, no, what would make it. you quit the podcast though? I don't know, like super mean stuff. Like what's super like, mean? Like, like Kevin looks like you, Kevin looks like Joe Dirt. I don't. Know. No, no, that's okay. Like, fuck Kevin. <laughs> well, who doesn't want to? I mean, really? Kevin's- oh, Zinger. No. Uh, uh, did we say fuck Kevin? I don't know if we said fuck no. Kevin. Like, he's worthless. He doesn't well, do like, Honestly, out of the three of us, I think Kevin is probably the most fuckable, no? Oh, definitely. Yeah, Come on. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. So, yeah. there you go. I did get drunk and shave my arms. I did that. So, fuck <laughs> Kevin's not an insult. It's a request. There you go. That was weird. What? I... Why is your hand red and your arm is pale? I'm an enigma, Tony. <laughs> Bad circulation on the Got fucking bus. Drunk and shave my arms. <laughs> All right, so here's a story. Listen, we're All right, full, here we go. Full transparency here on the podcast. Our listeners are our family. Of course. I, I was manscaping the area, and I got a total, I missed, and got a total chunk of my arm. Thankfully, it was my arm. But now I had this huge patch in my arm. So so I was like, all right, let's just get, let's just do it all. And I did it. Wait, 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 wait. So how do you miss your junk and hit your arm? Dude, the lighting in the showboat is terrible. But you have a light on the end of your your gimmick thing, don't you? I wasn't using, they don't sponsor us anymore. Oh, there you go. Then stop saying man's. Yeah. So you it's were, just a general it was a general term before they existed. You were grooming. You were you were grooming your nether region. I, I, I threw that out when once they stopped sponsoring us. There you go. That's right. But like literally like it I it slipped and that one hand it was, and I was like, all right, just get it all get it all done. <laughs> I'm so glad I joined the show tonight. Was was the manscaping necessary? Oh, yes, it was necessary. You got your fuck on? No, I didn't get my fuck on. Oh, well, that's why I asked if it was necessary. No, it was necessary at the time, but it didn't work out. Oh, all right. Cool. I can only, now I got this visual in my head of Kevin in his hotel room with his fucking razor going, I'm going to get some pussy. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fucking Foghorn Leghorn cartoon. And then he fucking shaves his arm and all the skin disappears. I say, I say, I look like a plucked chicken. I do, I say, I say. Nah, so, nah, you, so you were so worried that someone would notice that even though the you wore your yes. flannel all day, you decided you're just going to shave both of your arms or yep, all the way up to your elbows? All the way up. Bro, your shit's gonna be itchy as fuck when they grow back in. That's, that's nah, first it's not the first time I've done it. It's Shaved summer. Your arms? Sleeves. Summer, I, dude, I have a, really hairy arms. Look at him. He's not wearing short sleeves. So he wears I the fucking wear same shirts. thing 365 days a year. No, it's a different shirt. I literally just 
took no, this out of my suitcase and put it on. No, not the shirt. You have the same like getup. Flannel, t-shirt, jeans. I don't know how to wear clothes in summer because I'm not comfortable with myself. So, like, I always have to wear, like, long sleeves and just roll up the sleeves. And that makes me feel comfortable. If that makes any sense. And I'm wearing Zubaz, too, by the way. Look at that. There you go. Yeah, dude. All right, so let's talk about some wrestling, fella. I had a uh, – now we had to catch up with Kevin. We caught up with me and Tony. Kevin, just so you know, we plugged the Patreon already. We plugged the Lisa stuff. Yes. Um, what else did we plug? I think that was it. Those were all the plugs. Yeah. That's a big plug. The Lisa plug is a big one. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> I plugged the other podcast I did. That episode drops on Wednesday. Did you do that today, Matt? I did. How was that? It was fun. It was a good time. When does that drop again? It drops Wednesday, hardest part of the ring, ECW, return of the Funker. And don't worry, you did not get some professional Matt Bowman, okay? I express my hate for the public enemy and Terry Funk. So you were like, you were your, like, you don't put on an act. You're, you're, you're your real self. Yeah, why not? I mean, I did do a bunch of research for the show uh, just to have my facts in order. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm just going to, you know, when Terry Funk comes up, it makes me angry because why are we putting an old man in the ring who bleeds from his fucking ears? Matt, if you're anything, you're honest. Yeah, it's true. To a fault, my friends, to a no, fault. No, 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 no. Well, I feel like there's something else. I don't know. Yeah, I got, a, I got a temperature update. The house is down to 78 degrees. Hey, look, going down is better than going up. Wait, what happened to your house? I gotta get a new AC unit. My my AC unit bit the bit the bullet after ten years. Of course, it's out of warranty now. But is it a full? Is it just what? It's a full like central air type. Oh gimmick? yep. Oh yep. Mm. Yep. At least it, they're doing it in the morning though, so that'll be good. So by the time high noon comes tomorrow, I'll be sitting cool. Nice. Yeah. You hope, you hope you're sitting cool. Well, fingers crossed. What do you want to talk about first? What kind of wrestlings you want to discuss? Um, well, Tony, since you're the resident NWA expert, maybe you could take us down the old NWA rabbit hole. Now, last week I happened to catch starting 20 minutes in. So my notes are a little bit. Oh my God. I took a lot of notes. Holy shit, dude. Holy shit. I took a lot of notes. I guess NWA was that good this week, huh? Whoa. All right. So here we go. You tell me. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So we start off this show with the masked man that I talked about last week against Mims. And I kind of like this masked man, dude. The masked man is fucking good. Like he's in the ring. He's got solid mat work. Um, you know, like he's putting on holds. He's like, he like just smooth as silk. I want to know who this guy is. And he really took it to Mims. Mims got a couple of hope spots, but that was it, man. It was over. Silver. I call, I was calling him Silverado because type of mystery man all the time was kind of fucking getting to be a pain in the ass. You know, oh, and his finisher is a rolling Death Valley driver. So instead of just going over with the DVD, he like completely rolls through it. So it's pretty cool. Matt, I told you Black G's was in, right? Yes. And I told you that Jordan Clearwater said that uh, Black G's needed to see Tyrus last week, right? And then Tyrus got pissed off, choked him out, told him I'll see him when I'm ready to see him. So we get Jordan Clearwater and Black G's in a handicap match. Hold, hold, can uh, I stop you? Can I stop you? Can I stop you? Because sure, sure, you're, sure. you're, you're going 100 miles an hour here. I just got to. <laughs> trying to get through it. I mean, I figure there's probably not a lot to talk but about. There's no, I, did, I'm not, I haven't watched this. I'm way behind on all my wrestling, so I got questions. My one question for you in terms of the mystery man, do you have any guesses as to who you might think the mystery man is? 
no clue at this point. Absolutely no clue. And to be honest with you, I haven't even tried to Google it or research it because I kind of want this to play out because I'm digging the gimmick. Oh my God, that's like an asshole shot. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Nelly. That was like legit. That was like the closest asshole shot we ever got of a cat on this podcast. She like, misses. Nelly's shitting on the NWA. She misses you guys. So I don't know if you've heard anything about this mystery man, but I really don't. All I know is that he's working directly for WPC, my man. So, uh, no, I don't Ooh. know who the mystery man is, and I've not even bothered to research. I just didn't know. In my, I'm on. You know, I use the Wrestling Observer for all my news and notes. Uh, mm-hmm. The first line: "There's something familiar about the mystery man, but I can't put my finger on it." So I didn't know if you maybe felt the same way. No, not yet. Not yet. And I kind of like it that way. I All honestly right. truly like it that way at this point. You're a good surprise. Of no, course. So what, is, what What? angle or what story is the mystery man in, involved in? Is it his own or is he like a, like a, a second to somebody? Just that, just that William Patrick Corgan brought him in personally. And that's his guy. So that's all we know about him. Interesting. Lots of old school stuff, but he did whip out a sling blade during the match too. So... He may be old school, but he's brought some new school tricks with him. So. All right. So who who does the sling blade? Other like the uh, people that aren't under uh, contract. Obviously, Seth Rollins and Finn do it, but they're they're obviously not options. I mean, that's it. Could be a fucking million people, no? Dude, yeah. I guess I guess you're right. Yeah, there's but, quite a few people that are using the sling blade now as a transition. I have a feeling it's it's you know it's kind of not so special anymore i mean not everybody's using it but it's out there you know actually i don't i don't think i i don't think i see it as much as as you see like like a cutter or something like that or like the ddt of the 90s and 2000s everybody and their grandmother dropped it. somebody with a ddt yep (sighs) interesting definitely but i don't want to find out because i'm all in on this gimmick right now well i want to know next week if you have any guesses if he's on next, if he's on tomorrow's show, I'm sure he will be. I mean, he's talented. I kind of like the shtick. So, anyway, so Black G's and Jordan Clearwater get in the ring for a handicap match against Tyrus with your favorite guy, Austin Idol. He sucks. And all they keep talking about is we got this, we got this. And Jordan Clearwater doesn't want to be in there, but he's like, no, no, we got this. And he says, church is money. I don't know what church is money means. I haven't followed Black G's in a while, but I guess that's some shtick that they're going with. So, geez, the bell rings, and he wants to lay down. And Jordan's like, I don't want to lay down. And Tyrus is just standing there watching this. So, geez, is like, no, come on, man. We got this. Just trust me. Trust me. So, he lays down. Jordan doesn't want to lay down. He goes to leave the ring. So, Black Jeez gets up. No, 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 man. Trust me. Trust me. So, the two of them they lay down like idiots. And so, Tyrus comes over, puts his foot on one, his finger on the other, pins them both, and that's it. And then he fucking, they just run or they walk off. So, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. I don't know if they're trying to like lure Tyrus into like their their church's money camp or whatever, but that's that, dude. So I I don't know. Any questions about Tyrus and Jordan Clearwater and Black G's? No, I I don't have any questions about that until I can see if if there's a reasoning behind this. All right. Well, then you're gonna wonder about this one because Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa are at the podium, right? I don't know why. Look, Serena Deeb, she's good on the mic. Thunder Rosa. Not so much. She's okay. She's not terrible, but it's what they keep doing with these two that like, like it's like, why are they dragging this on? So 
Deeb's like, yeah, I want a title shot, but I kind of feel like an outsider. And Rose is giving her shit. And she's like, you are an outsider. So they start bickering. So then Kyle's got to lay the law down. He's like, all right. He's like, Deeb, who do you like? So Deeb's like, oh, I like uh, Kylie, Smiley Kylie. Like, I would think that she would be, you know, like she's a good addition. So Kylie comes out and she does her thing and blah, blah, blah. So then fucking Rosa shuts her up. So Rosa's getting ready to say, I like Sky Blue. But Melina comes out. And of course, Melina's like, yeah, but you like me and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah, but you're already established. Blah, blah, blah. Of course, Melina's got no shoes on again. I don't know why she wants to be barefoot and her asshole hanging out all the time, but there we go. So no complaints, comes no complaints on the asshole hanging out. Yeah, you only live once, Tony. I want to. I mean, not on NWA. Why? I know, maybe I don't know. Maybe the A stands for asshole. They put the blurry over it. Those are some big cheeks too. It's okay. Melina's got a nice coolie. Anyway, right. so there you go. Nothing so wrong that's, with that. That stood out to me. So. Everybody's out there, and then it's like, stop taking my shine, bitch, and they fight back and forth. And now the, now what's-his-nuts is in the middle of this. He's trying to break it out. Uh, anyway, anything on that? I don't know what they're doing. They're looking about number one contenders. Rose is like, you're an outsider, and Serena's like, I belong here, so yada, yada. So what you're telling me is Thunder Rosa wants to mentor Sky Blue, but Melina doesn't think she should do it, and Serena Deeb likes Kylie Ray. Yeah. And then they brawled. Sort of. It was more like just like pushing and shoving okay. and, you know, Kyle's tried to get in between them and whatnot. All right. Mays with Taryn Terrell and Genocide. Nothing really exciting happens. Taryn's just a buffoon. Uh, we get I, Slice I, Boogie and Crimson. No I thought, DQ. I thought Taryn well, Terrell called AEW AWE. Yeah, and? I don't know. And? All right, Maybe she was in awe of it. I don't know. She's trying to be F-U-N-N-Y. I, I don't give an SHIT about any of that. So All right. All right. So you're very excited about this no DQ grudge match. Yo, I love this shit, dude. Slice Boogie, if it wasn't for the fact that he had shitty tights, he's the fucking man. Crimson was awesome. This was no DQ. They beat the piss out of each other. So Crimson, it, it comes down to the end. Now, Crimson's whole beef was that he's been pissed off. Slice Boogie's been in his business. He's been in Jack Stane's business. He, he just wants this over with, right? So it comes down to it. So he hits him with his finisher. I forget what the fuck it's called. Whatever. So uh, then Crimson uh, goes to grab a chair. A Death to start Valley smashing. Driver. What? A Death Valley driver. Well, there you go. Was it? Yeah, maybe it was. Yes. Anyway. So Crimson goes to get a chair to beat the shit out of Slice Boogie some more. Before, after he goes for the pin, but he pulls him up, right? So then Jax is like, bro, you don't need to do this. Calm down. Relax. And he kind of gets the chair from him. So then Crimson hits the finisher again. One, two, three. Now... Jax goes to be like, all right, we're still boys. And Crimson throws his hand up and walks out. So there's dissension in the ranks between Crimson and Jack Stane. Oh, no. The War Kings are breaking up. Maybe there's going to be a war crowning at, the, at NWA 73. I don't know. But these guys are not on the same page. A lot of that going on with tag teams these days in the NWA. Uh-oh. Mm. So, Matt, that takes us to our main event. This is the third, the second triple threat match to decide who's going to fight JTG for the national championship. We got Paro versus Tom Latimer versus Chris Adonis. That's right. Two members of Strictly Business in a triple threat match. I like this match. I'm sad that you didn't get to see it, but this had a great ending too. So these guys were like, you know, it was mostly Latimer and Adonis just working over Paro. Then they started doing some chain wrestling. They started getting into it. Then Paro would come back. They double team Paro again. Then they'd start wrestling again. And then Paro just started bam, 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 bam. And then Latimer and Adonis get him going, and Latimer fucking gets him down. 
They think it was, oh, it was a superplex. That's right. So Adonis, this is genius booking. Adonis is like, yeah, bro, go up to the top, go up to the top. And as Latimer's going up to the top, I guess he's going for a moonsault or something. Adonis just goes in, steals the cover. So Adonis gets the pin. He's going to be facing JTG for the championship. And Latimer's like, he's like, you're fucking with me. You're fucking, why are you doing this shit? He's like, come on, man. And Adonis like, come on, bro. It's my time. You know, it's my time. You know, it's my time. So they walk up as buddies, but Latimer's just like shaking his head. So maybe it was their plan all along. I don't know. But Chris Adonis, of course, from Strictly Business, getting that championship shot again. So, Tony, who are who are all the current champions in NWA? Um, well, Camille is your women's champion. Camille. You've got um, uh, Nick Aldis is your world's heavyweight champion. Right. And Kratos and Aaron Stevens are your tag champs. And the national championship will be decided in a singles match between JTG and Chris Adonis. Okay, cool. Now, I'm not sure if that match is next week. Maybe it is. Maybe they're holding it for the pay-per-view. I don't know. It might be next. It might be this week's episode. I'm not sure. And, and the next power is like what? Uh, and the next pay-per-view is like what? When Shadows Fall? No, it's NWA 73. What's oh. The sh- what's the Shadows Fall thing? When our Shadows Fall was last time. That was. Oh, that's right. That's right. NWA 73. Because in. Uh, Booger Eater came up short. Yeah. And the and the women's uh, championship will be defended with the uh, God. Who is it? It's Camille against who? We don't know yet. We don't know anything about NWA seventy three yet. We don't even know. Uh, yeah, we don't even know if uh, what's his nuts booger eater is getting his rematch. We don't know what the deal is at this point. However, I know that Matt has it in news and notes, and it's important to bring up. So this women's pay per view is that same weekend. They're gonna do the women's pay per view Saturday and NWA seventy three Sunday. Now, that's what I was talking about that pay per view because that's a whole women's gimmick, and Mickey when, James is challenging. That's what I. That's what I meant. Yeah. But that's the thing, Kevin. When Mickey James was announced as spearheading this pay per view, she made it clear that she wasn't going to be wrestling, and now she comes out and she says she's looking for somebody to wrestle. Right. She wants a match at this show, which look, I don't mind. But it's like you went from one week to the next and like now you want a match. It would have been cool if they did something like I told you guys I'm not wrestling. And then somebody comes up to try to make a name for themselves and challenge Mickey James. And then Mickey James is like, I told you I wasn't going to wrestle. Then they get into some shit and she's like, fine. You, I didn't want to do this. You made me do this. And then shit's on. I think yeah. it would have been a little bit better storytelling. But look, Mickey James in the ring. Good for her. Yeah, she can still go. I'm down with it. Just tell me a little bit of a story for it. Don't just make it like, you know, I kind of changed my mind a week later. Eh, whatever. In in a perfect world, I think you're right. But at the end of the day, the fact that she, they they turned they turned it to make it a little bit better than it would have been. Like that would have been the most ideal situation. But the fact that she like switched it so quickly, I think lessened the blow. So, I think- uh, I think the other thing is too, Kev, they, they taped, they probably taped the entire season going into the pay-per-view already at this point. So if they wanted to change their mind, it would be hard to do it in, in terms of a story like that, I guess, but it's, it's a bit of a bummer. It's a missed opportunity, but it's not a big deal. You know? Okay. So oh, I just want to be clear. Uh huh. Right. She's still not wrestling at the women's event. That's not what she said. She want, She's looking to be in action at the 73rd anniversary show. She still has no plans of wrestling at Empowered, which is the women's show the next night. Yeah, because she's like the boss of that show, right? 
Yes. So during an Instagram Live video Tuesday, Mickey James announced that she'll be look, wrestling at NWA's 73rd anniversary pay-per-view. Uh, she's looking for an opponent and wants fans to tell NWA owner Tony, my apologies, Billy Corgan. I don't have the right to. I don't have the right to say his name like you do. That's fair enough. That uh, <laughs> tell tell Billy who they'd like to see her face. Excuse me. It was a good one. But she still said she isn't planning to wrestle at Empowered. All right. Well, that, I mean, that then not logic. That logic holds up. Then I guess. Cause... Yeah, I guess. But she still has no plans. But man, maybe things change. I don't know. Dude, she's like one of the best workers in the world. She can do whatever she wants and she'll be okay. She's going to be a Hall of Famer. Maybe they'll put her trophy in a garbage bag. Thank you for that. Nice. Yeah. That was a good one, Kevin. I let that. We. I was going to let it. I wanted to see if you were going to go with that. Uh, Tony, <laughs> before we move, I want to see where your joke was. Before we move on, uh, has anything come of the Booger Eater's future on NWA TV? No, no. As a matter of fact, Booger Eater wasn't on this week, so we kind of didn't we kind of didn't get to that storyline this week. Did he you was not that? on commentary. Was he on commentary? Shit, I don't remember. Oh, he did such a good job. You don't remember, so. No, but in fucking what's her name? I was ready to kill her too. What the hell match was it? Oh fuck! It was it was it was one of the first matches. Now I gotta pull up that note again. Mystery man, mystery man against Mims. Yeah, one of my notes. Oh, wait, what did I write here? Fuck! I gotta find a note. I put. Fuck! Mims. Wait, I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it because my my notes are over the place because I kind of started and then I right. went back to it. Oh, uh, blah 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 blah. No, 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 no. Mystery man, Mims. Ugh, Velvet Sky is so annoying in this match. What was wrong with Tim and Joe? That's all I want to know, Matt. Why is she there? I don't know. Fair enough. And I'm sure it's hard to hear uh, a man do commentary if he has a mouthful of boogers. Mm, Very good point. Oh, wait a minute. Did it? Oh, all right. All right. Booger Eater was there, and Aaron Stevens was there, and this was a fucking great moment. I'm glad you brought this up. So it's, it's Joe Galley, it's Booger Eater, and then Aaron Stevens... He looked like this in his chair. He was like behind the podium. He's like, can you people not get me a better chair? Why is this chair sinking? I'm Aaron Stevens and I can't see what's going on in the ring. It's fucking great. Did his chair break? I, I Maybe he was doing it on purpose. I don't know. But he know he fucking deadpanned it like the chair was legit broken. So it was All fantastic. Right. I did forget about that. Very good. Do you want to uh, roll into your MLW talk this week? Oh, give me some ML dubs. Now, look, it's almost that time. We are less than two weeks away from Battle Riot. So now what, when we go back in studio, there's potential that there could have been a live MLW show for us to view. Ooh. Sexy pants. This is true. Probably not going to happen, but this is true. Philadelphia is sold out. Yeah, it's sold out, but that doesn't mean they're going to start airing that shit right away. Well, I would assume you can't show me fucking Mike Awesome against Vampiro again, can you? Well, it's... <laughs> yes, they can. And it's... they've been showing, like, year-old stuff on Vice anyway. It's like, I don't know, Vice... I guess they're just kind of filling places and maybe trying to get people to watch based on, like, old talent. I don't know. Anyway. Right, but I don't... Is... let me ask you a question before we get into MLW now. Like, if I'm watching MLW, right... 
And you're mm-hmm. like showing me like Sammy Callahan and MJF, and I turn it on, and fucking King Mo is on my TV wrestling. Mm. And I'm like, who's this fucking jabron? No, you're not. You're like, wow, MLW got really good since I stopped watching last. No, week. I would not say that about King Mo. Don't think he would. Who? First of all, was he knighted? Is he a king? No, probably not. Well, I mean, well, I mean, to be fair, you don't get knighted to be a king. You have to inherit that. Yeah, you're knighted to become a. Oh, sir. that's even worse. Yeah. Like Sir Mo became Sir Mo because King Mabel knighted him. Yeah, that's but right. I don't know if that's King very Mabel good point. was like a See, legit king. Oh, King Mabel was 100% a legit king. You think so? Dude, he won King of the Ring. How could you be like more of a king than that? That's right. Because it's only a temporary king kingsmanship. You wish you mm. this. How did King Mo become a king? Nah, maybe, don't worry about that. Let's talk maybe, more about King Mabel. Maybe he's a true like African king. I don't know. Well, he ain't from fucking Africa. That motherfucker from a probably Jamaican like king. I don't know where's King Mo from. from I don't fucking know. Spartansburg, South Carolina. Maybe he's fucking the king, king of Spartansburg. He ain't a king of shit. He Maybe might be, he's the king of shit. He might be the dairy king. How do you like them apples? Or the burger oh, king. Burger king. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. He sucks. Don't put King Mo on your TV. Nobody will watch that shit. I am <laughs> I am interested in some of these new signings, though, for MLW. Well, Lay them on me, baby. Lay them on me. Well, Kev, you're going to be a little disappointed because this week, this past week, was open draft round number six. Contra unit is returning completely. And yes, that does include Davari and Mads Kruger. And everybody's favorite new signee, Buku Dao, will be returning for the season. Ah, the Buku. You didn't know who King Mo, how he became a king? Their newest signee is the judge, EJ and Duka. He's 6'8, 285 pounds. If MLW is doing something, they're getting the fucking hosses for the new season. Yeah, why do I know? I know that guy. You know EJ and Duca? He thinks so. He was Ezra Judge in NXT. Yeah, that's right. But he never made it to TV. Yeah, but I know who he is, 100%. Yeah, good call, Matt. You think you think if uh, Tony Khan signed him, he'd come out to here come the judge? <laughs> wow, Matt completely don't sold that one. What? I don't understand your hate for Tony Khan and his musical choices here. It's just weird choices. Like, Dude, know. you played quack like a duck on my fucking on the bus at my rehearsal dinner. Yeah, I didn't call you Matt the Duck. Like No, you but should've. you're like you're if you were in charge of music, your music taste is seems like dog shit too. Matt you wouldn't give people music just based on their name. Matt, no I want to I want to ask Tony real quick. Tony, can you pull up like your iTunes and what are your top five songs like on like on your iTunes like right now? Like what are like the five? You mean the first five? Like on my computer? How do I even do that? Let me see. Like they most played? That? Like most played songs on your? I don't have a list of most played. So let, all right, let me pull up my phone because I got. I, I think this would be this. I think this would be incredible just because like it, it, Matt made the. The statement, and I agree with Matt. <laughs> I think Tony has terrible taste in music. <laughs> so, what? So I just want to, I just want to hear and see what he has. Matt, you could do the same, actually. Um, try. See, here's the problem: is I go through little phases. So right now, this last like two weeks, I don't have like uh, most listened. Yes. Right, what do you, what do you listen, Tony? What do you use? iTunes. 
Yeah. Well, right. I use that and I use uh, Amazon Music too. Oh, see, I use Spotify for everything, so I get something at the end of the month. All right, so let's, let's direct this towards Matt. I want I want to know what Matt's like. What is that? That is that is that the Fat Boys? Can't Put it closer that. to the mic. How would you just tell me what it is and I'll pull it up? Why don't yeah, you just I, tell me the movie? Yeah, you I, 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 what you call? Fuck, I can't lower now. I just put it on. I put it on shuffle. TLC. So we got Fat Boys. We got the Ghetto Boys. All right. What else? Fuck. Wait a minute. Oh, here we go. Little Motley Crue, Doctor Feelgood. All right. All right. Little Stevie Wonder, Higher Ground. Come on, I got a good mix here. You know what, Tony? Oh. Alan Parsons Project, Serious, Eye in the Sky. I stand corrected. All good tunes. Megadeth, Angry Again. And I'll give you one more. Wesley Willis, Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Come on, that's not a good, that's not a bad mix. Dude, the Wesley Willis is terrible. Well, I don't know what to tell you. How about this one? Yeah, hot stuff. Little Donna Summer action for you. Come on, All I right. got some good taste in music, Kev. All right, you're right. I stand corrected. Listen, I'm a, I'm big enough man to, to admit when I'm wrong. I can go through this. I got crisscross. I got Jason. Sines. Here's the thing, though. He, so you have to assi- you have to assign music to people's characters, and you're you're assassinating Tony Khan over the choices he's made. Uh, yeah, because I'm bad. I can hate on his choices. You can, but you're wrong because there's his choices are over as fuck. Great. <laughs> you don't think if Anthony and Gogo came out to Wham, people wouldn't be doing this? In the they crowd? would. He'd be over as fuck. It wouldn't fit the character, but it'd be over. A shit I wouldn't. Li- I would not like that. I would not like "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" for Anthony and Gogo. Why not? Because he's a Go Go. Go Go. <laughs> Anything by the Go Go's. How about we got the beat? No vacation. Oh, boring. <laughs> what do you mean boring? Vacation's all I have. Yeah. Because he's on vacation from the UK. That doesn't even make sure. sense. Sure. Every look, anytime he's not in the UK, he's on vacation, right? I guess staycation. Like what? What you know? What Kevin is a comedian. Kevin is yeah. a professional wrestling fan. He's a professional podcaster. What's his entrance music, Tony? Ooh, ooh, oh boy! The, I I have all night for this. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, Tony. What do you what do you come up with? Matt, this would be the perfect time to take a pee break because these could take a while. Kevin's music. No, because I instantly have. I already picked one for you. Is it the theme song to Doug? I would. No. I, I'm thinking if I want to go wrestling, I'm going Wolfpack theme for Kevin. But oh. if it's not that, I'm going Yarbrough and Peoples. Don't stop the music. Sorry, Don't what? Don't stop the music? Yeah. Who? Yarbrough and Peoples. Don't stop the music. I feel like I need some Timberlake. No. Yeah. No, dude. If anybody needed the Wolfpack theme, it would be you. No, of course. I'm I'm the charter founder of the Wolfpack. Okay, so this is what you picked for Kevin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Coming from West Orange. Making his way to the ring. Shining Wizards, Kevin. 
Come on, that's perfect, bro. I'd have to do a, I'd have to do a lot of acting, but I like it. All right, I'll give you that. Matt, what did you think? I was going one bourbon, one shot, one beer. No. Let's, let's play it. Let's see what I can do with that. What do you mean? No. How are you going to go? No. Come on now. Let's see what, what I can do with that. Let's see what I can do with one bourbon, one shot, one beer. I like, I, Tony, I'm not going to lie. That was pretty good. Told you. I got some musical chops, bro. Making his way to the ring. From West Star in New Jersey, Shining Wizards Kevin. How to tell the landlady I done lost my job. She you. Said, don't confront me. You and you. I get my money next Friday. No. Now next Friday I come, I didn't get the rent, and out the door I went. I'm not feeling it. You're not feeling it. Yeah, I think it could work if I had a little more. Tony's was better, Matt. But, yeah, no, um, I'm going to give it to Tony. I'm going to give it to yeah. Tony. Y'all fucking sleep on me, bro. Forget about it. God damn it. I keep knocking over this empty can. What about what do you give me? What do Ooh, you two guys you. pick for me? You, you. Oh, God, I feel like it's. Uh, Matt, I'm not the right guy to ask for this. Tony, do you have something for Matt? Uh, I was thinking disposable teens at first, but that doesn't really fit Matt because it's kind of heavy. I don't know. Um, what would Matt be? Oh my god, this is the toughest question ever. Is anyone in the Discord responding or the chat responding? Uh, Berg wants us to get back to wrestling talk. I kind of why? Why? Who cares? Oh, she fucking yeah! Stick your Mattel action figures in your asshole, Berg. <laughs> Berg, 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 a berg, berg, berg. There you go. Berg, berg, berg. Berg is the word. I said a berg, berg, berg. Berg is the word. I said a berg, 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 the berg. Would Matt like to come out to I Love It Loud by Kiss? It's not about what I would like. It's what you think I should come out no, to. No, because I'm trying to, I'm just trying to picture you. Like, Kevin, I can picture like that. I liked it. He felt it, you know? Right. It was... Tony, that was probably perfect for the timing and the amount of alcohol I've consumed today. So that was probably just like a, a match made in heaven. But uh, but Matt, Matt, it's tough to pick you, man, because you, your musical taste is so vast. It's and not even the musical taste. It's not about I musical think. taste. It's about the character. Yeah, I but you have to invest in the music that fits you and represents you. So like. Like, what would your character be? Would you be coming out like the grandma dress from that one picture from like no. years ago? When I lost the bet, no, I would not. <laughs> not be coming out to, I would not be in that. Oh my God. I might give Matt Obsession the old Saturday Night Main Event theme. Really? Dude, I could see you coming out pointing at people and shit and fucking throwing a little fucking most muscular. All right, all right, Tony, Tony, here we go. I can see all right. this, dude. What, what song? would get somebody so riled up that they would get thrown out of the building. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good point. It's, because it's not, that- it's not this, although I like this song. Dude, yes. When that, and then you fucking come through the curtain and you're pointing at people and shit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this is good. Fuck yeah. Dude. I can see it. 
And instead of like pointing in the ring, he just turns his back to the ring. And Yo, I can see him like so zicky diced out coming out to this music. Like, yes, the music video is wild. Like, Z- like Zubaz in that exact shirt that he's wearing right now with the fanny pack, sunglasses, and a hat. That's Matt. That's his entrance. My problem is I'd be like, in the, I like this song, so I'd probably be singing it. Yeah, I dress like I'm the guy just, in the video. He looks like a douche. I just want, like, I feel like you you incite so much rage. I feel like this is actually too happy for you. No, 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 no. See, Matt could come out, like, not just like the guy in the video, but he could be, like, just fucking, like, playing to the crowd and whether they like him or not, whatever. You need your fucking wife to be a valet, dude. Oh, just let her be a complete bitch to everybody. Like yeah. turning her nose up. Like she fucking presents you to the people. She fucking holds the ropes open for you. And then you hold them open for her. That's fucking money, dude. Obsession. That that's the gimmick. Yeah. Tony, I'm with you. That's it. 10th anniversary show. That's Matt's entrance. He gets oh, a yeah? solo entrance for that thing. Fucking a dude. Yeah, and 10. All right, what are, neck, dude. Now, Kevin, what is uh, what does old oh, T Don come out to God. over there? Oh, T Don has got to be uh, Doctor Feelgood. Feelgood, all right, right? Doctor Feelgood, you're Doctor Donk. You're the, the donk. You're the big bad donkey daddy. The big dad donkey daddy, huh? Big bad donkey daddy. Damn. You know, like the big bad booty daddy. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, big bad donkey daddy. That's T Donk. Or how about how about the eighteen theme song? Alrighty, Tony, this is gold, and you're just not appreciate. You're no selling the fuck out of it. Oh, this is a this is dumb. Why didn't we just? This is Tony's theme. The theme song to Who's the Boss? No. Angela. Hey, boys. It's the men here to see you. Want me to shoot them? Here comes from the mean streets of North Arlington. With the fucking chainsaw, yeah. Tony, do it. Tony, air guitar. <laughs> Holy shit! I have to come out in flannel and jeans, dude. Nah, no shirt, bro. Just jeans. Yeah, but, no flannel, but no shirt underneath, man. You know. Uh, unbuttoned though. Yes, of course. And bring back that fucking hair you had when you were in law school. Oh, the fucking widows. And the fucking long hair in the back. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll go mullet style. Mullets are bad. If, if you could pull off a mullet. Of course I could. I'd be all in. All right, so Tony, back to the MLW. That's right. Oh, we're doing this again? Well, yeah, well, they they've announced the updated list for the Battle Riot. I have that in front of me. Great. Well, we kind of went through all this the other day, but uh, this EJ Nanduka, he's in it, right? Savio Vega. God, what a fucking 40. Look, look, man. Look, 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 look. I get it, man. I get what it is. It's a Royal Rumble, 
40 men is a lot. And you're going to fill it with a lot of, lot of, sorry, man. Savio Vega in 2021. He's not the only one, man. I understand, but are you really, look, we all know who's going to win this fucking thing, right? Wait, wait, wait. Didn't, didn't L.A. Park win the last one? L.A. Park did win the last one, yes. So, can't count Savio out, man. But that was the story, man. We know who's winning this. Mads Kruger. Bro, if Alexander Hammerstone doesn't win this fucking battle riot, I'm done you watching ML. I'm done watching MLW. Brian Pillman Jr. He's not even in ML- MLW anymore. Uh, Teddy nice. Hart. Teddy, is he still alive? CM Punk. Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan. He got Dusty Rhodes. The boot. Dead. Toshi Kojima. Kojima's <laughs> wrestling Eddie Edwards at Impact this week. Holy shit! Yeah. Kevin He's David. Battle riot too. Kevin, did you watch any impact on Thursday? I did not, Matthew. I apologize. Don't apologize. Did anything exciting happen on impact Thursday? So who else is in Battle Riot that you don't like? Oh, God. I mean, the fucking... Look, all it should be is Hammerstone. Hammerstone's in it. King Muertes is in it. Holiday's in it. But they're wrestling each other anyway, so now we're going to get people not at 100%. Zenshi, come on. Lee Moriarty's a nice get, but he's not winning Battle Riot. Gringo Gringo Loco, he's going to have fucking cheesesteaks hanging out of his trunks when he gets in the ring. And fucking Mm. Phil will be more than happy to take him out of his pockets and eat him for him. TJP, Arez, Kevin Koo, which means fucking Brian Cobb's going to be in there. (laughs) Mads Kruger, Myron Reed, who was in a terrible car accident yesterday. Thankfully, he's okay. Get out of here. Yeah, it's up on the social media. Gino Medina, I mean, this guy sucks. Funky Cole Medina. Oh, come on. What? Into Cable. Yeah, whatever that Tony said. Blah, the blahs. Calvin Tankman. The Von Erics. Come on, bro. Uh, You know what's going to happen? The Von Erics are going to eliminate Team Filthy. Team Filthy's going to eliminate the Von Erics. This story that's been going on for 700 years is still going on. Low-key and King Mo are going to come to blows in the middle of the battle riot, and it's going to last more than two minutes like it did on Filthy Island. God. Oh, King Mo's in this fucking thing. King Mo might surprise you, bro. Yeah, if he doesn't show up, I'll be surprised. (laughs) Fucking asshole, King Mo. Ah, King Mo's a goat. King Mo's a goat. Get it. You know what? Get King Mo on this show. I got some fucking words for King Mo. I've been trying, (laughs) bro. I've been trying. Not trying hard enough. You're right. I'm not. Zero effort. And I'm okay with that because you know what? Listens will be way down if King Mo's on this show. If it's anything like his wrestling career, no one will be interested. Wow. Hot take. Not a hot take. Truth bombs, bitches. That's what I meant. Truth bomb. That's what I meant. Hot bombs. I got nothing. Uh, Deanna Peruazu, she beat Susie in a non-title match. Rosemary beat Kira Hogan. That's right. Is she fire or flavor? I don't think there's a specific designation. She is flavor. All right. That makes sense. There you go. All right. Tasha Steele is fire. My my story i'm sticking to it uh <laughs> nelly is here she's gone nelly with the butthole surfer uh, rohit raju and shara defeated trey miguel and pd williams good raju needs some wins there's a big sammy callahan tommy dreamer are going to take on omega and the good brothers with moose that's right looks like uh rachel ellering and jordan grace still not on the same page Negative. Uh, Sam Beal. 
did a segment Same with Brian deal. Myers. Is that uh? Is that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. uh? What's his nuts? Who? Um, Deanna Prazu's boyfriend. No, let... that's that's Macklin. Okay, Macklin, gotcha. Steve Macklin, yeah. <clears throat> All right. So they're doing... Sam Beal is like Brian Myers' protege ish. Okay, he's trying to teach him how to be a professional wrestler. So it was like there's like most professional tips with Brian Myers type gimmick. Ah, okay. This yeah. looks like a match I have to go back and watch. Violent by Design, Diener and Joe Doring beat Kojima and Eddie Edwards to retain the tag titles. You know what? I actually I actually did watch that actually. That looks like a good one. Well, this week, like I said, uh, Kojima will wrestle Eddie Edwards. Team Callis, which is Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, will take on Tommy Dreamer, Sammy Callahan, and Moose. No, not Tommy Dreamer. Sorry. Team Dreamer, which is Sammy Callahan, Moose, and Chris Sabin. I guess Chris Sabin's back. Well, Chris Sabin is going to be challenging Moose at Slamiversary. Uh, yes, yeah, so oh, you no, attacked no, him, right? Oh, Chris Bay and Petey Williams. And mm-hmm. TJP and Fala take on Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Ooh. It's a good match. It is a good match. So that's uh, what did we just cover. NWA. MLW, MLW, and Impact. We got so much more to cover. Games are coming back. We got to talk about WWE. A lot of news in WWE land. More releases. Uh, more shows coming to the Peacock. Oh. Uh, there's some New Japan notes. There's some AEW stuff. I had to watch Ring of Honor. We could talk about that. Uh, but most importantly, games are back. Kevin, because Kevin, you bringing a list, Kevin? I'm going to do it right now. He's going to do a fucking list right now. No, 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 no. After the break. Yeah, no, I mean, but you're going to make it now. So this is literally right on the spot. I'm, I'm a moron, and I'm sorry, guys, but I don't will do be, it. Don't apologize. It, it gives us, me and Tony, stuff to talk about when you're late to the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to take a piss. Yes. You're going to take a piss. Yes, sir. We're all going to take pisses for you're gonna listen no, to these you're, commercials. You're going to take a piss. You're going to take a piss. I'm going to make a list. You're going to listen to these commercials for these wonderful people that are part of the Shining Wizards Network. Then when you're done with this great show, you're going to listen to some of these shows. You're going to check them out. You're going to enjoy them. All right. When uh, we come back, we're going to do more wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Uh, What do we always say? Back after this. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments.
Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week, we bring you a fistful of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact play of Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least Bill Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack D platforms. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Journey is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network, where three Canadian metalheads are uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news, special events, with the odd, unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, hey? Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Mark Order Pod 
and on facebook.com slash markorderpod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag jointhemarkorder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The... Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, no, yeah, well... What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. K-A-S-T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. are back and we're going to take this time to thank those that support us over at our patreon patreon.com slash wizard podcast for as little as a dollar a month you can support the shining wizard wrestling podcast three dollars is your best value you get our watch alongs you get our profiles you get our pay-per-view reviews and you get our crossword puzzle which is a lot of fun so check it out over at uh patreon.com slash wizards podcast we're gonna start with of course kathy hummer the queen of the shining wizards wrestling podcast uh manny Kratzo, the king of the shining wizards uh danny russinello anthony russinello ryan arthur over at elementary.com the local brewery here in hackensack new jersey be sure to check them out sean toe sean Calejo, ryan schlong brett simonello what do you hear? What do you say? Catherine Hensler over at OnDeckIC.com. Matt Garifo, no relationship to the KJG. Maddie Mellinger. Christine Friesendorf. Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Kenny Hawsey, the Scotch Drinkmore and Yoshi expert in our Discord. Jay Cop, the big copper pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, who I look forward to meeting to uh, meeting in a couple weeks when he's out here. Uh, Michael Hammond, David Henry Bauer III, his pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com, Matthew Birch, the true prince of pro, the Bergman, the LeBron James of Mattel, elite figure collecting, Kerry Cowling, who won this week's Twitter giveaway, make sure you're following us on Twitter and retweeting the pinned tweet to be entered, Uh, Roll, Brandon Haney, and last but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier Jr., Lives are going to be in William Mercer's hands. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, KJG. I uh, I don't know if you guys saw it on Twitter. Uh, Mark Parloni, Patreon supporter, uh, retweeted and commented on last week's episode. It's an excellent episode. Uh, and William Mercer Jr. replied, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> So I got a fucking kick out of that. Fantastic. Uh, I love the people that listen to our show. They are fucking fantastic. Um, 
so I watched some Ring of Honor today. I want to I want to go through this before we really take a deep dive in uh in the rest of the wrestling world. I watched a lot. So they did a special last week uh pure gauntlet match where it was seven guys um and it was, you know, kind of like a I guess I don't know, it was a gauntlet match. So two guys starts and then when someone loses the next guy comes out. Uh Michael Bennett ended up winning the thing he beat um Ryan, no, he beat Cheeseburger, he beat PJ Black, and he beat, fuck, who else did he beat? He didn't beat Will Ferrara, he didn't beat the kid from Primal Fear, he didn't beat the Ryan kid. Fuck, there was someone in the middle. Whatever, Michael Bennett ended up winning, so he's calling out Jonathan Gresham, but Gresham has Wheeler, Utah, uh next week on ring of honor TV. So I'm thinking we might see Bennett and uh, Gresham at some point for the pure title on ring of honor TV this week. Uh, Matt Taven wrestled Dutch who was in the righteous. Vincent came out in a Matt Taven suit uh, and dis- excuse me, distracted Taven, uh, which caused a DQ, which brought out the rest of the righteous Dutch um, Tyler Bateman Vita Von Starr, who got involved in this match and was booted, and that meant that she lost her ticket to the Women of Honor Championship Tournament because that was the deal she had with Maria Canellis. If she got involved in any matches, she loses her golden ticket. So she's no longer in the Women's Championship Tournament. And OGK and the Righteous battled. But the big news was survival of the fittest. Six men, elimination match. Winner gets the title shot at Rouge at best in the world. So we had Brian Johnson, we had uh, Flamita Dark, we had Bandito, we had Dickinson, we had Rhett Titus, and we had Eli Isom. Bandito steals a quick victory uh, and pins Flamita. Flamita freaks the fuck out, puts him through a table, beats the shit out of him with a chair. So they leave Bandito for dead. Uh, Brian Johnson gets beat by uh, Eli Isom. Dickinson makes uh, Rhett Titus tap. Bandito comes back in. Wasn't really happy with this. Bandito's now nursing this arm injury. He somehow manages to hit the 21 plex on Dickinson and pin Dickinson. Uh, And throughout the match, Eli Isom is continuously saving Bandito. End of the day, Bandito beats Eli Isom. So we have our main event for best in the world. It's Bandito and Roosh, which should be a fucking banger. I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, so another excellent episode of Ring of Honor TV. Uh, I highly recommend you watch it. It's the only thing I'm really going out of my way to watch right now with the limited amount of time that I have. But uh, next week is Yeehaw. Uh, I don't know why I said Wheeler, Utah before. It's Fred Yeehaw oh. and Jonathan Gresham for the pure title, plus the fight on the farm between Jay and Mark Briscoe. Yep. Um. And then in the women's division, Max the Impaler, she got her golden ticket. So uh, the women's tournament, which will probably start after Best in the World, uh, has Roxy, Angelina Love, Miranda, Liz, Alizé, excuse me. God, I got to get glasses maybe. Trisha Dora, Allison Kay, Maserati, Willow Nightingale, Nicole Savoy, Mandy Leone, and Max. Uh, Angelina Love gets a first round bye. Of course she does. Well, she beat uh, Quinn McKay. And that was the stipulation of that match. But I'm fucking jacked to the gills. I can't wait for best in the world. We're less than two weeks away. 
The card is stacking up. I feel like I'm going to gain some ground in the picks. Right now, it's Roosh Bandito. Tony Deppin defends against Dragon Lee, the Ring of Honor TV title. Brody King against Jay Lethal. G.J. Lethal. Mm. Lethal. Uh, EC3 against Flip. And Josh Woods against Silas Young in a last man standing match. Ooh. So you're feeling pretty good about it, huh? I feel very good about this. I'm very excited for this. Um, there are a couple matches that I don't necessarily think I know the outcome to, but I think I can get a leg up here. Ah. You keep on thinking. Hey, ah. baby, chop at that tree, baby. A couple games at a time. Six months left. I can do this. I mean, if you I mean, if you don't believe in yourself, who else will? I'm the fucking comeback kid. Million and if and worst case scenario, I'll just buy my way into the top. How does that work? It's a fucking millionaire Matt. How do you how does it work? Oh, that's right. That's a good point. I got the shekels. We got new uh N N J P W IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions as El Fantasmo and Desperado defeated uh no, not El Fantasmo. what's wrong with me? El Fantasmo and Ishimori defeated Sho and Yo. So your fucking Rapungi Bungi Bungi got Bungi Bungi bounced out. Uh, Tony, what's up with that, man? Show's the star. Yo needs to get lost. Dang, you're breaking up the tag team. Bungi Bungi Bungi. Um, and then uh, New Japan announced that the taping that they'll be doing uh in August, they will have live fans at the event, so you can buy tickets to that if you're out in uh, Long Beach, California. So the New Japan Strong tapings are going to start having fans. Yay! California fans come back. What's up? California's letting fans come back. I guess so. Wow. Big ups to California. I guess so. Uh, Let's get the terrible news out of the way. (sighs) Sorry. Uh, Melissa Coates unfortunately passed away at 50 years old Wednesday. Uh, She had been dealing with health issues uh, due to severe blood clots in her left leg. They did amputate her leg from the knee down in 2020. But uh, I couldn't find anything that said what her passing was. Some reports say it's a heart attack, but I didn't, you know, I don't want to spread false information. I don't know if you guys heard anything otherwise. No, I haven't heard anything otherwise either. Uh, She's a UPW trainee. Uh, She was at the 2005 WWE Backlash pay-per-view. She was a part of the Chris Masters Challenge. She worked in OVW and Deep South. Um, she was a bodybuilder. She worked NWA Anarchy. Uh, she's done a bunch of stuff in the Indies. She's was with Sabu. I don't know if they were married, but they were together. Um, she was the super genie. Um, really young, uh, 50 years old is it's tough. You know, yeah. she was, um, I think Bailey, she mentioned something on social media that Bailey had her first match. Her first match ever was with Melissa Coates. So there's that. That's pretty cool. So, uh, uh, unfortunate news, man. Unfortunate news. Yeah. Joe Keys, to, thank you. Sorry, to, uh, Kevin. Mott Spock. Correct. Joe Keys was in the uh, uh, gauntlet match, the pure gauntlet match. Gotcha. Thank you, Mott Spock. I forgot. I got to check the Facebook. All right. Uh, Nelly's back. Kate missed Nelly before, so there you go. Right there we go. There right for you, go. Kate. Woo-hoo. Just for you, Kate. You wanted the butthole, you got the butthole. <laughs> um WWE continues to do business. Uh Nick Khan, I guess, was he's been put in charge. Uh 
More cuts came down Friday. Yeah, sad. Uh, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, Tony Nese, uh, Aria Davari, August Gray, Ever Rise, Kurt Stallion, the Bollywood Boys, Arturo Ruas, Marina Shafir, Killian Dane, and Tino Sabatelli are your cuts. Yep. So all of them are now free agents. A lot of good talent there, man. I mean, obviously, like, Fandango and Tyler Breeze, they had a good run, man. But, like, it sucks as much as it sucks to say, like, what – like, like you can't, like, keep people on. In this profession, you can't keep people on forever unless if you plan on doing nothing with them. So, makes sense. Some of the younger guys who I adore, Anthony Green, uh, August Gray, if you will, is – former guest of, of our show and just a tremendous, tremendous guy. So I, he'll rebound with no problem and he'll find a home. Um, you know, Tyler Breeze has been there forever too. The Bollywood boys have been there forever too. Like I'm pretty sure like a lot of these guys might be more relieved than sad, but that that's not for me to say really, but I just, they'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if it's a question of if they'll be fine or not. It just seems some of them I get. Like, I get, like, I don't really get Brizango, though, because they've been very featured in NXT. Yeah, but they've been in positions where they were putting other people over for a long time. And that's basically what their role has been. So at what point, if you're going to bring in more people for less money, then you got to you gotta do that, I guess. But. Again, I'm totally speaking out of turn for somebody who knows really nothing about how uh, how the operation works. But it, they've been there for a very long time, and they had a good run. No one has a job forever. Right. No, I just – the stuff like Brizango, they were heavily involved in NXT recently. They were tag team champions. Um, they have them doing that special on Peacock that they haven't even finished yet, which I can't – I is that Johnny Curtis's really real voice? Does he really – do I really talk like this all the time? I think he does. It's fucking creepy. I think that's how he talks. Um, like, But, I mean, listen, like Nick Khan is not having – he's not – there's no rhyme or reason for him – to re- other than it's got to be just be money because there's no reason why you would release certain people it's just a perplexing list of people that well it is because like ever rises in a, they were involved in something with shane strickland's group like that's a current yeah. story right now on nxt yeah. yep and now they're gone like anthony green and kurt stallion only signed last year in august and october yeah no you're right it's just it, it's confusing as to why but i i think that's there's no, there's really no reason. I, I pretty much, he, I'm pretty sure he just like looks down a list of people, and it's like he just looks at the numbers and not the names, and just like who can we get rid of and save money? And again, totally speaking out of turn, don't know, but very, very perplexing. I mean, all the listen, they covered up freaking Braun Strowman, like, like there's no rhyme or reason to why they're doing it. It's just money, which is. I don't know. It sucks when people lose their jobs, but Brizango had a great run, and so did the Bollywood boys. Now, switching gear. Now, obviously, being really sucks. Well, let's switch gears to this now. Have you guys been on top of this Kanice Mobley thing? 
Oh, is that That's... the lady that worked for the writing team for like a day? Yeah, she didn't yeah, know who comedian. the Bobby Ashley. Yeah, dummy. That's all right. You get hired by a billion-dollar oh. corporation based on absolutely nothing that you're bringing to the table. All right, so who are you calling a dummy? Except maybe your ability to write, and then you go on social media and you shit on your new boss a day after you get hired? Fuck off. You deserve to get fired, you dummy. Wait, I, th- I just thought she got fired just because she didn't know who certain people were. Yeah, she went on a podcast. She's like, I didn't have to know shit, and they gave me a job. That's not on her. That's on the people that hired her. Oh, that's on her. Why would you open your fucking mouth like that? You're basically going on another show going, hey, fire me. Woo. I don't think so. If you got a job that you knew you didn't deserve, would you go out and brag about it on fucking media? Hell no. I don't know exactly what she said, but all I know is that she just didn't know who people were. And if I'm a company and I hire somebody who doesn't know my product, that's on me. That's on the company. That's not on her. Matt, what did she say? You got quotes? Uh, I do have quotes. Good. She went on the Asian, not Asian podcast. Right. And she discussed not being required to know anything about pro wrestling prior to being hired. Yes, I've just been hired by WWE. Everyone that writes for WWE. Right. Yes, I've just been hired by WWE. Given the things that you know about me in my entire life and what I'm into, yes, that's surprising. Uh, also a surprise for me. They do not require me to know anything about wrestling, but I do have a background in film production and comedy writing, and they're like, perfect, come on. Mobley also spoke about being on the Raw writing team and said she wasn't certain of WWE champion Bobby Lashley's name. So I am on the Monday Night Raw team. So there's Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, and the people I know that are on it are Bobby his first name is either Bobby Ashley or Bobby Lashley, and I really should know that. Yes, you should fucking know it. It's your fucking job, stupid. No, I disagree. No, what do you mean no? I disagree totally. Kevin, you come on this podcast and we have a guest and you don't know anything about that guest, you don't belong on this podcast. They they hired her. Right, but it's her responsibility to know who the players are. No, it's it's WWE's responsibility to to know her knowledge of the product. You they get no, that's she fucking didn't. lazy bullshit 2021 nonsense. You get a job, you show up to that job and you know what the fuck you're doing and what you're writing about. If you come on this podcast and we have a guest and you don't know anything about the guest, get off of zoom. You're done with the fucking podcast. You're not prepared. You're lazy. And it's bullshit. She's bragging about the fact that she has no idea what the fuck she, she wasn't bragging. She, dude, if you don't show up to your job prepared, you don't deserve that job. Go home. That's a brag. A hundred percent of brag. Look at me. I don't know shit. And I got a job with WWE. That's a brag, dude. I don't think so, man. hundred percent. I disagree. So if you, Kevin, if we have, if I book a guest and you don't know anything about them, you don't do any research. That's my fault because you're lazy. Or Tony, no. for that matter. Well, Matt, like, how many times have you have, like, we put people like, oh, guys, this is all you. Like, we all say, like, this is you. Like, this is your, your guest that you have the information. This is all you. I, I, don't, I didn't do it. We've all, we've all been there. Kevin, I have research on every guest regardless of what I say. If I say it's on you, I still have all their information in front of me. All right. Yeah. I still so, do the research. All right, I don't understand why I don't understand why this is becoming like an attack now. I'm it's just not saying. on you. I'm just saying you're like, oh, oh, it's he, not he, a big deal. But flip the script. 
if if you got if we do a pod we do a podcast and I say I booked Wrestler X and the Wrestler X come on and you don't know anything about them you didn't do your research you didn't do your job why is that okay? All right. Well, how long was she? How long was she employed? Doesn't for? matter how long she's employed for. She got a job at the company. Take the time to know what your product is, what you're producing. I have I have no problem with her going out and saying I didn't have to know anything about wrestling. They hired me because I'm a comedy writer because yeah. I do tel- television and film production. That's fine. But if she goes out there and she's like she's mocking what they do, she's like, oh, there's a guy I don't know his name and he wears a suit. It's like. No, if you're going to go do an interview and you bring that shit up, fucking know the guy's name. You know what I'm saying? All right, so maybe she was wrong. Maybe she was wrong for doing an interview on a podcast after just getting a job with WWE. Maybe that was probably not the greatest move in the world. And this also isn't some like mid. This is your fucking champion. At least do your research. Have some pride. Take pride in your fucking job. Yeah, like, you may not know half the people on, like, NXT or people that are coming up through the fucking development, but, yeah, like, know the top guys. Like, get familiar. And I'm well, not attacking you, Kevin. You're just the one saying, I don't see the big deal. So now it's, well, if, in your shoes, if you show up and you're unprepared, you know, and it could go to, if, if we do an interview and I don't know sh- fuck all about a guest, you should be fucking mad at me. Yeah, but based on her background, I feel like she was just doesn't matter what her background is, though. No, no, it matters just because I think like she was just hired to provide jokes and humor and and that kind of aspect to the show. Where if she thought something was funny or that she had something humorous to contribute or she had some sort of something to 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 contribute, I don't think she was hired to be freaking Kevin Dunn. I don't expect her. Okay, so you she needs to write jokes for these people though. She knows to know she needs to know the characters. Tony's gonna pick a song for you to come out to. He needs to know your character. Not all jokes that she's gonna write for somebody are gonna come across gangbusters. But the the thing that kills me is she applied for this job. That means she had to interview with somebody to get this job. That means she knew she was walking into World Wrestling Entertainment to get a job producing their television product, which is on like fucking 45 hours a week. When you go in for that interview, you should already have some idea of what their product is, right? Dude, what do you mean stop? How many jobs? Like, you walk into Johnson and Johnson and go, I have no fucking idea about how many people. How many people get jobs on complete bullshit interviews? Yeah, but you don't bullshit somebody on fucking social media and fucking ha ha. I got okay. Job. That's I that's where I agree with you. That's where I agree with you. But I don't think I don't think she should have. Again, I didn't know nothing about her. I've never met her. Don't know her. But I I, I think I don't think she was. I don't think what she did was wrong. Any interview I've ever went on. I've learned about the company. I don't know the ins and outs of every single case or every single issue, but I know about the company. I know where they're located. I know what kind of cases they do. I get familiar. That's yeah. what you All right. Do. So maybe what if she knows everything about Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, Nick Khan, all this, but she doesn't know about Bobby Lashley. Then don't bring up Bobby Lashley. Bring up Vince McMahon. I've been following Vince McMahon for years. He's a great guy. I can't wait to get involved in his business. All right. That's fair. Talk and the fact that, you know, you know? Oh, sorry. And the fact that you're on a podcast and you're telling people you work for this company and you don't know who their fucking champion is on their yeah, flagship that, show. Well, again, that's where I agree with you guys. That was a mistake. But I, mean, I just I think every everyone's at fault all around to Kevin's yeah. point. WWE for hiring her and this lady for going on and being like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. 
Wait, was this interview after she got fired? No, this is the reason why she got fired. Yeah, and it wasn't. Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's just. I got you. Listen, listen. It's both just make lazy. very, very valid points. It's just fucking lazy millennial bullshit. And now she's out of a job. It was probably a good, good paying fuck, job. Look, too. fuck, fuck her, man. There's people that would fucking die for that job. Yeah. Take and look. Then, and, take and some. And get fu- released two weeks later. Just take fucking. You're on. You're probably on your fucking phone all day doing God knows what. Take fucking five seconds to fucking jot down who the champions are. At least so you know who you're fucking writing for. It's just laziness. People are fucking lazy. It's fucking. Asia, it not, fucking drives me fucking nuts. Sorry, Kate's got a gem in the Facebook. Asian, not Asian, is what we call Matt and his wife. <laughs> I'll give her that one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Kevin, you should fucking be stealing material from her. It's just the fucking lazy people fucking drive me nuts. I probably work fucking 80 hours this week in the goddamn fucking heat. And this fucking idiot won't take... How long does it take you to look up the fucking roster and write shit down? You know how long it takes me to do these fucking notes? 20 minutes. Again, I don't know exactly what she did or didn't do. Read the fucking notes, Kevin. (laughs) Fuck you. It's not my fault you took a fucking shit bus back from fucking Atlantic City that doesn't have any Wi-Fi. You would have been better off with the Wright brothers flying you back. Oh, my God. Imagine me, like, on top of a plane, like, standing up on one of those old, like, fucking propeller planes. Just, like, with a fucking belt that has you, like, strapped on. strapped in. The one playing with the 17 wings that collapses 30. Yeah. It's, it's like in the front of every single video that you've ever seen in your life. Every trailer. <laughs> Let me ask you guys. What's the most American? What's the most Independence Day wrestling thing ever? Oh, it's got to be Lex Luger slamming Yokozuna on the Intrepid. You Good. are oh. you are correct, Kevin. The new uh, WWE Icons docuseries Lex Luger premieres 4th of July. I didn't even read the notes. The total package. <laughs> I gave you the clues. <laughs> Bravo, Kevin. Wow. That was low-key great wine of the night. Uh, what else do we have here? in the WWE is coming back to MSG for SmackDown on September 10th. That's right, baby. Yay. Oh, stop it, Tony. It's a big deal. For who? I don't know. SmackDown's a good show. Are you going? No. All right. No. <laughs> uh, John Cena said on the Jimmy Fallon show The rumors are true, true. He'll be mm. making his in-ring return He just doesn't know when Oh Crack a beer to that baby Crack it a beer Is it a beer or is it a White Claw? That's a White Claw That's not a beer is it? <laughs> nope not a beer at all It's a beer for the working man What? Take a sip Take a sip and, and take a drip uh, right, let's see what else. Carrying uh, Car- Cross, Scarlet, and Shotzi Blackheart work dark matches on SmackDown. Uh, main event. No SmackDown. Well, okay, they also work main event. Right. Yeah. Uh, Edge is back. On this day, there we go. <laughs> I see clearly in a bang, a bang, boom, bang, a bang. So this is what our money in the bank is looking like right now. Oh. Roman Reigns versus Edge. Great. Sexy. Bobby Lashley against Kofi Kingston. That's Ashley. Rhea Ripley against Charlotte Flair. 
Again? Wait, in a regular match this time? Yeah, it's a Raw Women's Championship match right now. Oh, boy. Uh, The Women's Money in the Bank ladder match so far qualified are Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Larry Steve, Nikki Cross, Carmella. They will add three more wrestlers. (laughs) All right. Can we talk about Matt? Yes. I I need to hear your opinion on this. Larry Steve. Nikki Cross's superhero gimmick. What about it? Thoughts. I don't know, whatever. Whatever gets her over, I guess. All right, Tony, I don't, anything? I don't watch enough WWE Raw to really have, like, an opinion on it. Allegedly, it was her idea, so they let her run with it. You know what? If she, if that's what she wants to give a shot, good good for her. I mean, how could it go? I mean, it can't, like, she's been doing nothing, so why not, right? Exactly. Exactly. See what sticks. And plus, yeah. she's back with Alexa Bliss anyway, so maybe they make something out of it. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, it'd be great if she could resurrect a pig. Well, she's not like a fucking like uh, like fucking voodoo. What the fuck? Right, but, Ale- uh, but Alexa is. So what if like Nikki Cross has something that has some Larry Steve hair on it? Oh wait, Larry Steve's the pig, the dead pig. Oh, you made a dead pig joke. That's all I do is make dead. I'm fucking gonna. Oh, I'm bro. going to beat that dead pig until it's in my stomach. Um, the <laughs> Larry Steve's like the Kamala of 2021. Oh, you made a dead poor little piggy joke. Poor little piggy. The piggy's delicious. Little piggy, that thing was like three times the size of Alexa, wasn't it? Piggy was no, delicious. It was a baby pig, right? It was not. A, that thing was, if it was a baby, it was, uh, someone needs right. to stop feeding that baby whatever it's feeding it. Sally's brothers could have took that thing overseas. Yeah, those Somalian kids would have had a fucking festival. <laughs> uh, the men's money in the bank right now, we have Ricochet, John Morrison, because the Miz shot. Randy Orton with a squirt gun. That happened on Monday Night Raw last week. Ooh, Riddle, big, big E, and four more qualifiers. Tonight, wow. there's a last chance qualifying match between AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre. Oh. Yo, they all lost matches like last week to those guys. And that right. was pretty, pretty, that was pretty remarkable. Yeah, squirt guns. So they'll get you. They'll get you. But now they're getting one more chance, Kev. So somebody's got a shot. Well, well, one only one has like Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, and uh, who Randy is the last Orton. guy that lost? Randy Orton. They all lost. That's pretty. That's pretty fun. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yes. Uh, AEW is back on Wednesday night this week. Apparently, so I guess I'll be back on the Mark Order podcast. Uh, the Young Bucks will take on the team of Eddie Kingston and Penta El Zero Miedo. I wonder that's who's it. losing that one. Uh, also. Miro defends the TNT Championship against Brian Pillman Jr. and Britt Baker and Rebel face Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. Oh, wonderful. How's Wendy's treating, folks? Tony. Why do you got to be so negative, man? Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose teaming up. Can't wait. That's money. That's millionaire map money right there. You don't have millionaire Matt money. Don't talk. I about have it. nothing. I'm in a basement right now. Uh, Yuka no. Sakazaki is coming back to the U.S. and she'll be working at AEW. Whoop de fucking do! Isn't she the magical lady from Happy Land? She is. She is. Oh uh... fuck off! <laughs> Yuka Sakazaki, whatever her name is. Yuka Sakazaki. Saka. What happened? To, what happened to fucking pull the chain lady Mio Rizanami? I miss her. I don't know what's I don't know what her deal is. I haven't watched Dynamite in like four weeks, so <laughs> what? You can't put the fucking dynamite on Friday and Saturday nights and expect me to watch them. I'm sorry, I'm fucking busy. No, I'm Matt's with you. I'm with you. Matt's part of the half a million that haven't been watching lately. Yeah, because I'm putting the million in my pocket. Uh Ethan Page. Yeah, Ethan yes, Page. Those, those, PC, those P 
PCO buddies aren't buying themselves. Yeah, the yep. guy, Kyle from the fucking hardest part of the ring. He was like, you got them PCO buddies. I'm like, yeah, I got six of them. He's like, are the PCO ones? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt Matt bought six PCO buddies. That's right. I support PCO. He's my guy. All three eyes of him. Uh, his old uh, former Quebecer, eh? Fuck that Jacques Rougeau, that piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> Ethan Page is going to wrestle Darby Allen in a coffin match at uh, Road Rager on July 7th. Why is he sick? Nothing? Nope. Coffin? Gonna, nope. Nope. Just going to let it go there. Come on! Uh, um, Britt's going to defend her championship against Nyla Rose at Ooh. Fighter Fest, which takes place July 21st, and uh, AEW will be back on the road by then. So there's that. Uh, AEW. Dark Elevation, which is happening now or had happened. Uh, Carl Anderson, Wheeler, Utah. Also, past guest Justin Carino makes his AEW debut on that show. Yeah. Super happy for my man right there. Garwood's own Justin Carino. He's not from Garwood. He is now. Okay. Is that, uh, where, he's, is that where he's built from? I don't know. I didn't, I'm doing a podcast. I didn't watch the show. Anniversary show. Hello, Garwood. Hello, McFly. Hi. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Kevin oh, missed the bro. bus. I missed the bus. What else are we missing in the notes? Oh, you're seeing Crisscross now? Oh, Crisscross. The Great American Bash is coming back July 6th. Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa will be taking on MSK for the NXT tag team titles. The women's tag titles will be defended against either Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, or Shotzi Blackheart. And Ember Moon. I guess they're doing a three-way gimmick. And Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly will have a wrestling match. Great, because it's a wrestling program, no? Yeah, buddy. Uh, And that'll all be decided tomorrow night on NXT. Uh, Roderick Strong has broken away from the Undisputed Era. He is now in a new uh, stable. It is known as Diamond Mine. Oh, this is news to me, brother. Uh, the, sh- the last Tuesday show ended with Strong, Tyler, Rust, and Hideki Suzuki attacking Kushida. And, oh! Uh, Malcolm Bivens is their manager guy. Uh, formerly known as Stokely Hathaway. Yes, the Stokes. Uh, Samoa Joe did an interview with Ryan Satin on his podcast, Out of Characters. Uh, talked about how he got a phone call. Almost, um, almost, almost immediately after he got a phone call from Johnny Ace telling him he was released. Triple H called him not shortly after to bring him back. Yes, yeah, and he is apparently getting in ring shape, so we might see a Samoa Joe return to the ring. I think so. He's like he's like Regal's enforcer now, and then he'll probably end up getting back in the ring. And I think this will be a better fit for someone like. Like remember, like when like they tried to make NXT huge and they brought Finn back. I think this will be what they want. Finn. I think Finn's going to go back to Raw or SmackDown. I think Samoa Joe is going to be that guy in NXT uh, now, like that big time guy that they brought back, and uh, will uh, hold the brand down. Yes. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> That is all for the news and the notes that I have on my end. Is there anything you gentlemen would like to talk about before we get into a games shenanigans? I also have a question that might lead to an interesting conversation between the three of us. 
Let's go with that first. Right? Okay. So we had Austin 316 was born a couple days ago, and then the pipe bomb was also a couple days ago. So my question to you guys, and maybe I should have posed this earlier in the day so you could think about it, but I don't think this is a think about it question. I agree. What got you into wrestling? What kept you in wrestling? And what got you to now in wrestling? Like if you had to break it down into three stages. All right. So I never left wrestling. So. Right. But there is there a point where it kept you going? Like what keeps you going? Ooh, that, that's a great question, actually. I mean, when I got into wrestling at first, it was just wrestling. It was just superstars and wrestling challenge and prime time. So there was really no like moment. There, there wasn't one moment where you fell in love with it. No, I okay. just I started watching it and I just enjoyed it and I loved it. And I think I think the toys played a big I think the action figures played a big uh, part of that because like, like they were accessible to you. And you felt like you knew every single character on the TV because you had them in your hands. Um, so no, no real moment got me into wrestling and nothing kept me in because I never left. I mean, obviously like the, the, the NWO was probably the, like the, a big part is like my like late teen childhood era. But man, like, that's a great question. I'm sure you guys have probably have better answers, but like, like I, I just never left and it just stayed with me forever. But it's there, tougher now at 38 years old. I'm not going to lie to you. It's tough. There's no like moments that stick out for you where you're like, this is, you know, the, the, you know, going home early on a Friday night from college, leaving a party so you can watch TNA or, you know, making plans to watch a pay-per-view on a Sunday, even though, you know, the guys are going to the beach or whatever. There's oh, no, no, like, they're, one. They're, no, they're, they're, those those are all important. Like, I literally did that. And uh, prop, I guess maybe WrestleMania 6, which is which is my dad's birthday on April 1st in, I think, 1990. And I guess that was, like, the first pay-per-view party that we had where, like, me and my brother had our friends over to watch WrestleMania 6. So I guess that's probably it. But... Like late in life, oh, oh God, going to WrestleMania 20 was probably huge. And we don't talk about that guy anymore. I, at least I don't. And uh, going to go, going to live events always keeps you in. Like going to Rumble 2000, going to anything at the Garden just keeps you in. Going to independent shows keeps you in. And of course, obviously, my affiliation with all these other places, it's just, it's just, Wow, there's too many, but like, there's no one defining moment. It's just a collective group of stuff. Tony and Tony, Tony worked in the business, so he probably has more detailed love of it than I do. If I look at it in three moments, the moment that got me in was Hogan, Big John Stud. It was a house show from the garden that I saw on MSG. That's the first memory that I have anyway of really like finding wrestling. And yeah. To it. And can I just piggyback on that real quick, Tony? My first live event was not a WWF show. It was a WCW show. It was Sting, Ric Flair, in a cage with Elegante as a special referee. That's and, but, but Larry Zabisco and Arnold Anderson came down and beat him up before, so he couldn't even get to the ring. So uh, I, Sid worked Brian Pillman on that show. Oh, God. It, it, that, that was probably the best moment of my life. And getting like an autograph 
and meeting Bret Hart. I mean, meeting Owen Hart and Davy Boy Smith. Anyway, Tony, go back. Go back. I think what brought me back, actually got me back into it again, was probably Bret Austin going back to 96. Because with that, we got to see a lot of... uh, a lot of nostalgia stuff, but also a lot of like new stuff in that Survivor Series. That kept me going. The formation of the NWO, Hogan coming to WCW, and yeah, after the whole Dungeon of Doom thing, because that was kind of like the uh, that was kind of like the new generation for me, where I was kind of like, all right, I kind of had enough of this. But then NWO formation, parallel with Austin's rise and and uh, the Brett Sean stuff, that got me really back into it. And there's been other stuff along the way that has, you know, has kept me, but hasn't really didn't have that moment for me as much as getting me back into it. And uh, I think what keeps me in it now mostly is uh, probably because I'm into the NWA right now. I really enjoy watching that. MLW is kind of like a, a two for me. I like watching WWE when the matches are good and the stories make sense. Um, and probably this show, like this show keeps yeah. me wanting to watch wrestling and to to be involved with it, and to and to have something that we can bullshit about every week, you know, something that's, you know, it's meaningful yet meaningless. Yep. If that makes sense. No, it does. Totally makes sense because it's not the end of the world one way or the other. It's just what makes my week. Like, yeah, just... like, like it would suck if we didn't. But, you you know, like, but it would be definitely something missing if it wasn't. Yeah. You know, it's something that you would definitely look, look at and go, shit, you know what? I kind of miss being into that, but you're into it. So you don't miss it. But if it wasn't there, you would definitely notice it was gone. Maddie, what about you, buddy? Uh, I'd say the Hulkster in general got me in Uh, everything about him. uh, I distinctly remember waking up to like on a Saturday night, being woken up to watch Hogan and Orndorff in the cage. Um, nice. I mean, it's, I don't know why, but WrestleMania 12 and it's not, it it was just not because of, it was not, it was not just Sean Brett. It was everything. It was, I was at this weird point as a kid where I was like, I was making like these, like I had all these like markers and I was like drawing, like writing the cards out on these boards. And I was like, really like fucking super invested into the, and it was, I wasn't like making up like stuff with the figures. I was just like WrestleMania 12, Anaheim, California. This is the card. I was like super into it. Um, and I'm obviously the NWO and then you're fucking, you know, flipping channels and stuff. And then I left and then the pipe bomb, you know, brought me back. I knew zero. Okay. Didn't know fuck all about what was going on in wrestling, and uh, and the pipe bomb seemed to just you know pull me back in. And it was very shortly after that 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 this podcast started. Big big thing that I forgot to mention. So not only am I running parallel with the formation of the NWO, which was cool, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash showing up on the 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 enemies television program. You've got Sean Brett. With, with the rise of Austin, you've also got ECW. Bro, ECW. Like, I was going to WWE um, pay-per-views, but I was down in Philly every three fucking weeks. We were going to shows in Elizabeth. We were going to shows in Woodbridge, you know? Fucking ECW. Like, I went to probably more ECW shows than I did any other promotion at that point. 
That was a big deal. Yeah. I wish I was, if I had a couple more years on me, I probably would have gotten a lot. I've, I've never been to an ECW show like ever. Um, so that's, that's a big regret in my life. But again, I wasn't necessarily old enough to, to, to appreciate what ECW was. I mean, I watched it. I remember watching it on MSG network at like two o'clock in the morning on Saturday or Sunday nights, whenever it was on. And I watched it when it went to TNN, but I just never, I was never old enough to appreciate it live at the time. So there's, there's one thing I learned going to ECW shows that when a wrestler's coming toward you in the crowd, make sure you grab your chair before you run. Because if you don't, your chair will not be there when you get back. Yeah. Yeah. I learned I learned that actually last night. <laughs> the fucking worst. ECW fans were the greatest people and the worst fucking people of all time. Hundred percent. That's a great question. Who posed that question, Matt? Nobody. I did. I thought you said that was brought up in the no, he said he's wishy board have brought it up. I wish uh, I would have sent it to you guys beforehand so you could do some prep. But I figured it, oh, it's a good on-the-fly uh, conversation piece. No, it was great. It was perfect. It, it, it's bringing back a whole lot of memories. It's fucking ridiculous. What's, what are, where, gentlemen, oh. where do we pivot to now? Oh. Want to get the list out of the way? Where do we pivot to? I think we know exactly where we're going to pivot to. All right, people, we have a top five list constructed literally at the commercial break, and we're going to do it for you because we love you. Tony loves you. Matt loves you. I love you. We're going to do, guys, top five most memorable Saturday night's main event matches. Now, you have to look at this through my eyes. So this could be weird, but I think that they're all pretty good. The top five Saturday night's main event matches. And I will let you guess in any order or whatever you want to do. Let's just do it. I have five of them right here. Top five Saturday night's main event matches. So just to be clear, Kevin, off the top of your head, you pulled five Saturday night main event matches. This is the quick. This is the quickest I've ever thought in my entire life. This may be a ve- the most impressive list yet, sir. Yeah, I literally, literally just thought of it. I don't know how I thought of it. Just thought of it and went with it. So there are probably will be matches that might be better, but this is what I came up with, and I think all of them are going to be pretty good. T Donk. Do you want to take the first swing, or would you like me to? I'm thinking because it's Kevin, he might not go as far back in the main event, uh, you know, fold that we do. I mean, at least that I do, anyway. So I'm trying to think of some stuff that's a little more, God, contemporary, but it's probably ninety. You want me? Do you want me to give you the the earliest year that I have on here? Oh yes, that would help. Oh, not 1987. Okay. All right. I so think... that's that that's the earliest year I have. Well, if you're going '87, then I got to go with uh oh, you know what? Fuck off! I was gonna go with that one, but I think I'm I think I'm gonna go with this other one because I think this is a big moment for any fan. Um, Hulk Hogan, Big Boss Man in the Steel Cage. Okay, that's Tony. That's number one. Woo! 
but that's not 1987. That's 1989. Oh, no, I know that, but I figured I'm going to leave that one, let that one yeah. sit. So I Tony hit think- number one right off the donk. Because I figured that this is a Kevin Joseph Garifa wheelhouse match. Yes. 100%. And a lot, a, lot, a lot of guys are mentioned more than once, by the way. So just throwing that out there. I'm going to, just so I can get on the board, Hogan and Savage against the Twin Towers. Oh, that's a great one, Matt. No, oh, right. Matt, that's incredible. I should. I, this is why I should quit the podcast. That's a no, 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 get no, fired. Don't, don't go anywhere. This is on the fly. You did this on the fly, so uh, you you have you have two of the participants in a match. Uh, T Donk, this is to you, my friend. Yeah. All right. So so since you went that one, I'm going to go back to 1987. I'm going to say Hogan and Orndorff in the cage. Nope. No! What? What? No, not on it. Kevin, right. that's crazy balls. I think I know I, where Kevin's 87 is. Go for it. Savage Bret Hart. No. Okay. <sighs> it is. You had one of them right. I'm going to go. Me. I'm going to go you one better. I'm going to say Honky Tonk Man Savage. Tony, you hit number three on the <laughs> list. Dude, this dang. was the big deal. The Macho Man Randy Savage face turn. Heart Foundation come in. They beat him up. Elizabeth runs back, gets Hogan out, and uh, and makes the mega powers. So go. yes, that's number three. All right, so we got one and three. We got one and three. One and three. Well, again, a lot of repeat characters. Okay, except okay. for. One match. Hogan and Warrior against Perfect and the Genius? No. Close. How about Hogan and the Genius? Was it Hogan and the Genius or Hogan versus... No, it wasn't Hogan versus... Oh, my God. If I fuck this up, I'm so sorry. The day they destroyed the belt. That's what I had, but I thought it was Hogan versus Perfect. No, it was Hogan versus... uh... Genius. genius. Okay, so that's it. That's number four. Hogan versus Genius is number four. I thought it was Hogan versus Perfect. Uh, it was Hogan versus Genius where they destroyed the belt. That's what I had in mind anyway. So, great pull. T-Dunk. Uh, Piper and the Mountie? No. Damn. Huh. Now, are you, is, this, is this all strictly Saturday Night's main events? Or are we talking... We're not talking any regular, like, new era Saturday Night's main event. We're talking, like, legit, like, 80 to, like, 93. Hmm. 80 to 93. Hmm. And don't go, again, 87 was the earliest year. I'm going to say British Bulldog versus Shawn Michaels. Yo, Matt, T-Donk is killing you, bro. Yeah, he is. That's number five. T-Donk, Shawn Michaels beating the British Bulldog literally like a month after he beat Bret Hart at at, uh, at SummerSlam in 1992. Shawn Michaels winning the Intercontinental Championship at Saturday Night's main event. So we have one. We have one left. What number is it? That's number two. Number two. Hogan and Sid against Flair and The Undertaker. That's a great one, but no. God oh. damn it. I'm throwing up a that's fucking a, that, offer. 
That's a great one, Matt. That's a great one. You're just you're just hitting the wrong the wrong keys. You're close. You're like hitting like an S when you should have hit a T or something did, like that. Did we go? Did we go Savage versus DiBiase? We did not, and it's not on the list, so we're good. All right, fair enough. Matt, all right. Can I give Matt no, a hint? No, no clues. The Ultimate Warrior in the Legion of Doom against all three members of Demolition. No. Damn it. No, I'm going down in flames on this one. If I'm going down in flames, I'm going down in flames. Again, this isn't like a top match. It's just, just I remember the most, and right, then I, I got, love the most. I got one more in the hot. Just run. because this this one especially. Again, it's not like because I'm a mark for these certain guys or anything like that. It's just what it was. Tony, you can go for the clean sweep here if you need to. Hi, Nelly. I'm going to say Brain Busters versus Demolition for the tag titles. Nope. This uh, is the main event match. Main oh, event? That's a main oh, event. Oh, see, that changed now. Fuck, that changes what I had. Because I had Heart Foundation Rockers double DQ. No. Main event. It was right. a pretty big deal. Tony, this pretty- is to you. This is to you, buddy. No. I think it's Matt. I think it's Ricky. No, I just guessed. Changed. I just guessed uh, Rockers. Uh, oh, that was your guess? You said I was going to go with that. I thought I thought you changed your mind. No, I didn't change my fucking mind. I don't know. What the fuck you want from me? Oh, boy. Um, you said it's a main event match. Yes, sir. <sighs> Can't be that. Oh, that's a great fucking match. Is there a title on the line? I think there was. And I don't want to give this clue away because that'll get because Tony will get don't it hundred percent. Don't give it away then. Don't give it away. I won't. It was just a pretty big deal. Are you? It's got to be a Saturday night's main event, though. What do you mean? Yes. Because there's other main events that are under the main event umbrella. All right. So, all right. If that's the case, and this is not a Saturday night's main event, I always just included them as Saturday night's main event. Oh, so then it's Hogan Andre. It's no, be. it's not. Get what? out of here, donkey. What? Come on. Wait. Don't call me donkey. I got four of your five. Come on, dude. No, you're a donkey for that, for, for shooting me down and then getting it wrong. It's not the Ultimate Warrior versus the Super Ninja, is it? <laughs> that was close. Thought about it. <laughs> All right, it's not Hogan Orndorff. Oh, we did that. God, I want to give you a clue so bad. It's not Hogan and Bundy, is it? No. Hogan and Akeem? No. Savage one-man gang? No. Savage Andre. All right, now I'm starting to think this match didn't even happen at Saturday Night's Main Event. Oh, no. It did, though, because I remember watching it. Warrior Rude? No. All right. I'll give you this hint, guys. Oh. There was a special guest referee. Oh, fuck. Hogan Savage. And who was that referee? Buster Douglas. Come on, dude. Yes, sir. That is number two. I would not have put that in the Kevin Garifa wheelhouse for sure. Dude, because I remember, just because I remember it was supposed to be Mike Tyson. Yeah. Buster no, Douglas knocked him out, 100%. and and that I just remembered that so much, and that like sticks in my head forever. 
So there it is, boys and ladies ah. and gentlemen listening. Top five most memorable main event or uh, Saturday night's main event matches for me. Shawn Michaels, British Bulldog, uh, 92, Hulk Hogan, the genius, which I was corrected about, where the moment was really more than the match where the, the belt was destroyed. Macho Man vs. Honky Tonk Man, 1987. Macho Man vs. Hulk Hogan, 1990. Buster Douglas. And number one, Hulk Hogan, Big Boss Man in the cage. There you go, boys. I swept that one, Matt. You did sweep that one. Uh, I yeah. can't find that anywhere on Wikipedia. Which what? one? Hogan and Savage. It's It was... It was... Um, was it the main event or was it, on, it yeah, was it Saturday night's main event? Yeah, it definitely was. I remember watching it. Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson was know. It's what's not on there. Was it something else, Tony? Hogan, Savage, Buster Douglas. Tyson was supposed to be the ref. Then Buster Douglas beat him in Japan or something like that. And then Buster Douglas became the ref. Then he punched Savage. It was the, the main event. It was the main event, February 1990. So it was not Saturday night's main event. It was the All main right. event. I always knew them under the same banner. Yeah, that's that's why I asked because yeah, all the all the main event shows are under the Saturday night's main event banner. There was all the same production, the same yeah. and everything. If you go on WWE uh, Network, they're all on the same thing. Would you have guessed that, Matt? No. Well, when you said special referee, okay. like Matt, you were absolutely <laughs> right, Kev. You said special referee. I got it. Well, we were taking too much time. We needed to get this to get that over with. No, never. Uh, Tony, you have questions. Yeah, I'm just trying. I want to make this fair. So I'm trying to give each of you guys like two categories to pick from. And I'm trying to decide who's going to get which categories. And I think I've got it. I think I might. Ha- you know what? Yeah, but if I do this. <sighs> While Tony is trying to figure this out, uh, check us out on all forms of social media, at Wizards Podcast, across the board. Follow us, like us, share us, uh, rate and review. It's very important uh, on all platforms. It really helps with the uh, dichotomy of how our podcast gets out there. Uh, We will fall in line with uh, many other wrestling podcasts. If you listen to our podcast, you know, and you listen to something to wrestle with, you know, it'll show up as something that people who listen to something to wrestle with also like to listen to our podcast. And that kind of helps. So you could do that. That'd be great. I will be on hardest part of the ring uh, on Wednesday. The episode drops ECW return of the funkers. Listen to me, uh, take over a show and uh, talk about ECW um, and be my vile rude self. Mm-hmm. Uh, and definitely check out what Kyle does over there at Hardest Part of the Ring. He does a great job. He strictly reviews shows from WWF, WCW, and ECW in chronological order. So there's a lot I couldn't get into because I didn't want to spoil it for him. Uh, Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. $3 a month is your best vet. A dollar. We'll mention you every week on the show. T-Donk, have you figured out what you want to do here, homie dice? Matt? We have figured it out, and we are ready to rock and roll. It's everybody's favorite game show. Can you beat that? Everyone's except mine. 
You guys know him. You love him. He's from the mean streets of West Orange, New Jersey. Let's welcome test number one, Mr. Kevin Joseph Griefer. Yay! Hi! I'm using the back of this 8x10 to write my answer. down. And the corner across the way from some place out in the Midwest of New Jersey. I don't know where the fuck he lives. Middletown, Midwest, some, some shit like that. He's your lumberjack baby. His name is Matthew Bowman. You go down, brother. You're going to write on the back of an autographed Brian Myers thing. I have 8,000 autographs from Brian Myers. Right. This is not going to be a big deal. I don't have a notepad. You knew we were playing games. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm just enjoying the music while you guys are fighting over notepads. I'm, I'm ready. I got my notes. All right. Before the show started, we put the coin backstage to decide who was going to get to go first. We all know the rules. If you decide that you're going to play... You have to get all the answers correct for that, which you bet. And if you do, you get a point. But if you miss even one, your opponent gets a point. So strategy is key. First to two points wins. And in order to decide who gets to answer the question, we go back and forth to decide which one of these fellas can answer more answers correctly. Use the phone. So we flipped the coin backstage. and We decided that uh, the winner of the coin toss was going to go first. That was Matt. Matt, I've got two categories for you. One category concerns TNA. That's got eight possible answers. Your other choice is Impact. Oh, no, is Ring of Honor Wrestling. Sorry. And that's got five possible answers. Let's go with Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Five possible answers. Matt, in the history of Ring of Honor Wrestling, there have been five men who have won not only the world championship, not only the world tag team championship, but also the world television championship. How many can you name? Three. Kevin, Matt says he can name three triple crown winners from ring of honor. He answered that so fast that I feel like he can name more than three. Um, He's, I can't do it. He's got to do it. Matt. Kevin uh, all right. beat three. Matt Taven. Matt Taven is one. Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal is two. You need one more. Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels makes three. Matt is on the board with one point. Can I name the other two? If you can. can I? Let Kevin try it. Can I? Jay Briscoe? Jay Briscoe did not. S- Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe did not. Right. Yeah, so I would have lost. Matt? Jay Lethal was the only one that I had right. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly? That is incorrect. TV championship? Oh, he never did win the TV champion. Uh, Eddie Edwards? Eddie Edwards is the fourth. You got one more. Eddie Edwards was the first one to do it, by the way. Now worst Caprice. Roderick. You want a hint? Roderick. Roderick Strong is number five. Matt, for a little bonus that means absolutely nothing, you get zero points. Out of those five, which one also won the Pure Championship? Jay Lethal. Kevin with the steal. I like it. Daniels and Taven are the only Grand Slam champions, though. What do you mean? 
six man titles too. Oh, fuck off. We don't count the six. <laughs> part of the question. I didn't say it was part of the question. I'm just saying. Kevin, it goes to you. I've oh got boy. two topics for you. Oh no. We've got ECW, which uh, I know. Uh, Kevin, that has only four answers. Mm, the other one, Kev, is WCW. That has nine answers. Wait, what happened to the impact question? Oh no, that, that's that was for Matt. These are handpicked for you. Those were handpicked for Matt. All right. Wait, what? All right. So ECW and what was the other one? WCW nine. Oh. ECW only has four? Yes. But you don't know what the question is. No, of course not. I wish I had the TNA one. I'll do uh, I'll do WCW for nine. I'm so glad you did, because ECW sucks. Watch your mouth. Well, the question, anyway. Kevin. Ezekiel Jackson, best ECW champion ever. Don't start. <laughs> In the history of world championship wrestling, now... This, yeah, in the history of world championship wrestling, I, I got to look at this question. Give me one second. Okay. Nine men have mm-hmm. held the WCW, listen to carefully, the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, the NWA slash WCW Tag Team Championship, and the WCW NWA United States Heavyweight Championship. There's no tricks. Trust me. Nine men have held all three of these titles. The only caveat is the world title has to be from the WCW era. Okay. So, the U.S. belts can be from their history through the NWA and WCW. Okay. So the what was the tag belt? The world tag belt or the U.S. tag belt? It's the world. It's WCW slash NWA. The and only, what, and your, your restriction is it's WCW World Championship. That's one of the Triple Crown. Okay. And tag belts and the U.S. belts can be from NWA slash WCW. Okay, so it's the U.S. Championship, the Tag Team Championship, and the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. You got it. You understand absolutely. Nine men have won the Triple Crown in that in that in those three championships. Uh, How many can you name? Uh, I can name. I'm just typing answers. That's all. Um, I trust you. You're good. Right now, I can name three. Matt, Kevin can name three Triple Crown WCW winners. Okay. Just so we're on the same page. WCW World Champion. Yep. WCW US Champion. Or NWA US Champion. Okay. And and, and NWA WCW Tag Champs or just WCW Tag Champs? No, NWA WCW tag champs. Okay. So your so your limiting factor is, is that the, the people on this list have to have won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. So anybody predating that, like NWA World Champion, does not count. Gotcha. I have five on my list. Are you going with five? I'm going with five. I have six on mine. Kevin's going for six. I love it. I love it. <sighs> U.S. Tag. WCW World Title. 
Let's say I have seven. Are you going with seven? No. Uh-oh. Yes, I'll say seven. Going with seven. Kev, Matt's going with seven. I'll say eight. Kevin's going with eight. Matt, are you going to run the table or is Kevin going to play? Can you beat that? <sighs> Hold on. Give me a second here. Yes, sir, sir. Kevin is at eight right now. Fuck. One is questionable, though. It has to be. He had to have won that. Fuck. Oh, boy. I know. It's tough. I know. Oh, silly head. Uh-oh. Matt, Kevin's at eight. I'm also at eight. Question to you, sir, is can you beat that? Let's, let's, let's try and beat that. Let's go with nine. Kev, Matt said he is going to answer all nine, Matt. Nine men. In the so I, don't, I hate that I don't have a chance to match because I have nine now. Yep. It was on Matt. Nine men have won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship and the World Tag Team and the United States Heavyweight Championships. Whenever you're ready, Matt, I'll start taking answers. Here's my problem. I have 10 on my list. So, <laughs> um, Goldberg. Goldberg is on the list. That's one. He was on mine. Did, oh, I wrote that twice. <laughs> so you only have nine. I do. DDP. Diamond Dallas Page is on the list. Also on mine. Brett the Hitman Hart. Brett the Hitman Hart on the list. The uh, little statistic about that, Brett Hart and Goldberg accomplished this on the same exact day. That's right. And Brett Hart was also world champion at the time. Yes, he was. Uh, Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit is on the list. That's oh, four. Also on my list. Uh, Booker T. Booker T is on the list. That's five. He was not on my list. And there's only nine answers, Tony? Only nine answers. So I would have got one wrong. Four left. Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner is on the list. Six down, three to go. On my list. Barry Windham. Boo! Matt, I am sorry. Barry Windham is not on the list. Matt loses the point. We are tied at one apiece. Kevin, who else do you have? That was NWA. Uh, I had I had Lex Luger. Lex Luger is on the list. I had, Luger. I had Sting. Sting is on the list. I had... Uh, this one is the one that I was very questionable about. I don't think he's on it. I had Flair. Flair is on the list. Flair won the tag titles of Greg Valentine all the way back in 1976 and won the United States Championship back in 1977. So, so how many are we missing? None. That's all of them. Oh, that was it? All right. So then I, I would have two wrong. That's it. So I had Jeff Jarrett and I had uh, Sid. That is it. Damn. We are tied. Damn it. 
I knew Wyndham was going to cost me. Now that was, we've got that the was pre pre NWA, wasn't it? Or WCW? What? That was pre WCW Wyndham. Yep. Fuck! I knew it. I had Flair and Sting on my list too. That's why I had ten. <clears throat> Fucking dumb dumb. Jeff Jarrett never won the tag titles in WCW. No. Nope. Slap nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question that I don't think I've asked before, and I've, I found it quite interesting. It might be easy. It might not be. But uh, I think it's a good one. I don't know who to start with, though. Can, I'll, I, take, I'll, can I take a piss really fast? Yeah, can I do that thing? I don't know what you said, oh, but no, sure, can. you can. <laughs> you guys what? need to go piss. Go ahead. I could talk for a little bit. It's, uh, my bathroom's right there. That's all right. Yeah, plug, this, I, plug the social media. That's all right. I'll do something. It's fine. I'm a big Ow. boy. You can leave. It's okay. <laughs> so, guys, let me ask a question. Is anybody playing along out there? How did you folks do? Did you like the question? If you like the question, you can email me at whogivesashit at gmail.com because, frankly, I don't care. They're my questions made up under my sole responsibility and I enjoy doing it very much. I actually put some thought into them. I try to frame the questions as accurately as possible to avoid situations where I hear, no, it's not, no, it's not, no, it's not. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Because I'm always right. And I know I'm always right. So I asked the best questions possible. And I didn't want to, I wanted to make them fair this time because we haven't done the game in a while. I wanted to make sure everybody had equal opportunity, which is why I chose what I chose. And look what happened. We're in a tie right now. It's one to one. And the KJG getting ready to back and join me. And who knows who's going to win? I think this, I think this question is uh, pretty interesting. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It might be easy. I don't know. Oh, who knows? It might not be easy, but it's, uh, it's one of those things, man. You know what? And besides, even if we're feeling it, we got some bonus question skis that we can do too. Oh, Matt is back. Kevin's back. Now, here's, here's what I pose to you guys. Mm-hmm. So, Matt played twice. Matt got one correct and Matt got one incorrect. So, you know, I'm going to leave it up to Kevin. Kevin, would you like to start the question or would you like to defer to Matt first? God, it's such a hard question to answer. Let's, uh, I'll, I'll throw it at me, baby. Let's go. All right. So we're going to start with Kevin. Kevin, this question is called Starcade Mania. Oh no. This question has five answers. Alrighty. Yeah. How many answers? Hey, what do you mean? I'm not giving the topic. I have not... to give the topic. Should I give the topic, Matt? You didn't ask How do the I know question? what I'm going to guess? Uh, I don't want to give the question. I thought it'd be cool just to vote. All right, you know what? I'll give you the question. In the history of Starcade and WrestleMania, five men have main evented both shows. Kevin, how many of the five men can you name? Five. Kevin's gonna run the table. I had a feeling it was either gonna be really easy or really hard. Kevin, five men have been invaded. All right. So when, when we talk WrestleMania main events, we're talking last match. Last match. All right. Hogan. Five. What? Hogan. Well, you didn't let me finish the question, but okay. Hogan is one. Oh. Oh no no. What was it? What What was the? No, I like rephrasing the question before I start asking for answers. It's kind of my shtick. But go ahead. Oh go, no no. Do it. Please do. Kevin, five men have main evented both Starcade and WrestleMania. Kevin, you said you can name all five. Wait, six? I have six. 
I don't know if you're right on those six. Kevin, who you got? Well, because I think one of them is not the last match, is I think what Matt is thinking of. Uh, all right, so Hogan. Um, one. Sid. Sid is number two. It's not Ric Flair. Ric Flair is not on the list. It is um, Bret Hart. Bret Hart is on the list. It is Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper on the list. So that's four. That's four. So I have one more. It is... All the marbles, Kevin. Yeah. Give me a second. For the big win. Last match at Starcade and last match at WCW. I mean, uh, at WWE. WrestleMania. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right. Let me just go through the main events at Mania real quick. It's not Andre. It's not Stud. It's not T. It's not. It's not DiBiase. It's it's got to be this guy, then I guess. It's not Warrior. It's definitely not Warrior. It's definitely not DDP. It's definitely not Booker T. It's definitely not Scott Steiner. It's got to be this guy. It's got to be no. What? What? Macho Man. Randy Savage is number five. Kevin runs the table. Now, Matt, you said there's six. Yeah, he was right though, because there's there's uh, one that wasn't the main event. So, well, who who were you thinking? I was thinking Big Daddy Cool, but that was eleven, and that was LT and Bam Bam. So, yes, yes, Kevin ran the table. So with two points to one, Kevin is your big winner for the week. Now I got two more questions. You guys have time to play some more questions? You know we always have time for games. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm taking off from work tomorrow, so we're good. All right, well, as you can tell, my recurring theme was Triple Crown winners. So I've got TNA slash Impact, and I've got ECW. Which one do you want to go with first? Could do ECW. All right, ECW. Now, this one's a pain in the dick. This is going to be anticlimactic because Matt's going to either run it or I'm just going to not know anything. He's not going to run it because there's four possible people that have won the ECW championship, the World Tag Team Championships, and the World television championship and i don't think he's gonna get all four oh, this is pretty, this has got to be easy right matt well matt how many do you think you can answer are we talking like straight up like extreme championship wrestling no we're talking eastern championship wrestling too <sighs> i think i can name all of them all right, so this is no longer the competition. This is just for fun. So I, I would be more entertained to watch Matt try to get these. So, because uh, I, I think I can only name two. So go ahead, Matthew. Matt, four men have won the ECW championship, the World Tag Team Championship, and the World Television Championship. Who you got? We have Mikey Wiprick. That's one. We have Sabu. Sabu is two. We have Taz. Taz is three. This is the guy you probably are not going to get. Can I chime in? I think I know who it is. You're going to be like, oh, fuck you, Tony, when you figure out who it is. It's not not Snooker because he was never a tag champion. 
That's correct. I like where you're looking. Oh, say so that now I'm wrong, man. Yeah. Is it... Can I throw out? Can I throw out? Sure. You can throw Scorpio? out. Scorpio? Not Scorpio. Scorpio is never to no. world champ. It's not funk. <sighs> I'm kind of surprised Funk was never a tag champ. Kind of surprised at that. I'm trying to think. This was a Gary Wolf. It's a yeah, it's a fucking goofball, is what it is. Matter of fact, he's not even like they recognize Mikey Whipwreck as the first triple crown winner, even though he's really not. And we already dismissed Cactus Jack. Cactus is never world champion. Only because I talked about him today. No, you didn't. Did I you? did because he was on the return of the Funker. If it's who I think he is. Is he one who half is? of the Broad Street Bullies? Is who? it fucking Johnny Hotbody? Yes, it is Johnny Hotbody. Holy That's shit. fucking retarded. Actually won the tag belts with the Suicide Blondes, which was Chris Candido and Chris Michaels, who acted as their third Freebird partner. Right, he was part of the Broad Street Bullies, right? It was him and Tony Stetson? Yes, he also won the tag belts, but the first time he won the tag belts was with, as part of the Suicide Blondes. He actually is a three-time tag champion. Johnny Hotbody getting no love. He might have also been a Pennsylvania champion, if I remember correctly, but I don't fucking remember correctly. Is he the guy that, like, killed somebody? No, that's Rock and Rebel. Ah, uh, that's right. Rock and Rebel killed him. He, Rock and Rebel basically Ben Watt and him and his wife. Uh, right, and Bruiser Bedlam is the one who was involved in the murder for hire that we're going to see the dark side of. Ooh. Yes. Well, Kevin, in case you didn't know it, the last question, eight possible answers. These are the eight men that have won now carefully. Okay. Either the NWA or TNA Impact World Championship the NWA or TNA, TNA Impact World Tag Team Championship or the X Division Championship? There's eight answers? Eight answers. All right, so it's it's all three. It's a triple crown of all three. All three. But from, going all the way back to TNA. From, from the beginning of NWA TNA till present day. I'll start with four. Matt, Kevin says four. I'm sorry, it was the world champ? It's NWA or TNA Impact World Champion. NWA, TNA Impact World Tag Team Champions, or the X Division Champion. And they won all three. All three. Kevin says he can do four. Kevin's got four. Um, Let's say, how many answers are there? Eight. Oh, God. Let me think here. Let's do, I'll say five. I'll go eight. Whoa! What? Kevin, in the history of NWA TNA slash Impact Wrestling, eight men have won the world title, the tag team title, and the X Division Championship. You said you can name all eight? Start naming them. Let's start with uh, the phenomenal one, AJ AJ Styles. Styles. Matter of fact, five times he did this. And then I'll go, this is one that's either going to make me or break me because I'm confident that he did, but not 100%. But it just makes sense in my brain. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe did it as well. As a matter of fact, another note about AJ Styles. He's the only guy that held all of the championships. He held the NWA and TNA World Championship, the NWA and TNA Tag Team titles, as well as the X Division. Only guy to win all five. I will go Chris Saban. 
Chris Saban on the list. I will go. All right, it's going to be tough because there's a whole lot of. I want to say this guy, but I'm not 100% sure. So, Matt, you might be able to rebound on this. I want to say Jay Lethal. Oh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. All right, so can we just strike that from the record? <laughs> wow. Just like that, can huh? We, can, we, can we just strike that from the, rec- from the well, record? Well, let's open up to Matt. Let's see if Matt can name any of the other guys. Is Austin- like- What? What? You feel like what? Oh, Austin Aries is probably on there. I was going to say Austin Aries. Well, you're both right. Austin Aries is on the list. Eric Young. Eric Young on the list. Nice pull. Great pull. Yeah, three more. What did Jay Lethal not win? The world championship? Probably not. Or the tag championship. Wasn't he a tag champ with Austin Creed? He definitely wasn't a world world champ there. Yeah. You guys got three more. Eddie Edwards? Eddie yeah. Edwards Eddie is Edwards a two-time triple crown winner. He did it twice. Two more. Looks like Kevin Nash is on there. No. In the, in the world championship. Isn't that odd? Yeah. He's a former X Division champion. Yeah, and and yeah. Okay, so we got Styles. Yep. We, I, to me, like my logic is thinking like who would win the X Division Championship first, and then also be considered in the level to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Can I give you a hint? No. Can you tell me who's on the list? AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Austin Aries, Chris Sabin, Eric Young, and Eddie Edwards. We're missing two. You're missing two. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle on the list. Kurt Angle holds the distinction of winning two championships on the same day. I would have never got that. That wasn't even on my list. Booker T? No. Not on the list. Kev, I'll give you another little factoid. Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe, two guys out of the eight that won the tag titles with no partner. (sighs) Matt, one more. Kevin, one more. RVD never won a tag title. No, he did not. Low-key was never a world champion, was he? No. I don't think so, but he's not on the list. All right. Got Edwards. Is it Bobby Lashley? Bobby Lashley is not on the list. Okay, good. All right. So, all right. So, it's not Christopher Daniels. He was never world champion. Is it Sakazarian? He was never world champion. Nope, nope, nope. It's not Brian Cage. He was never a tag champion. Oh my god! He, oh, Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre. Nope. Drew nope. Galloway. Nope, nope, nope. I don't know why I guessed eight. I didn't, I didn't even know four. All right, so all right, so I think of X division and then I expand just because anyone who is has it? to win all three has to start with the because you don't necessarily win the X division championship by itself. All right, so it's not TJP. I'm going with a real, real deep pull. Doug Williams? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Oh, Magnus? 
No, 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 no. You guys are thinking way too hard about this. Is it homicide? Right, so is it homicide? Nope. Homicide was never world champ. Nope. I mean, yep. I mean, no. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. You're Zodiac. Yes. No. Was it, yes. The, was it? Was it the Booty Man? No. Is it? Uh, it's not. It's not Hogan. It's not Henning. It's not Flair. It's not Foley. It's not. Orlando Jordan. It's not Brian Nobbs. It's not. It's not Jerry Lynn. No. It's not just incredible. Oh, boy. It's not. Oh, Rhino? Nope. How hmm. far off are we? Uh, you're close, but not really. No, it's not Amazing Red. No, it's not Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Oh, that's the last question. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, it wasn't Snooka. It's not Petey Williams. It's not Petey Williams. Uh, let's see. Who else? It's not Abyss. Ooh. It is Abyss. It is Abyss. Yeah, dog. It is Abyss. Abyss became a Triple Crown winner when he won the X Division Championship on May 16th, 2011. He is a former tag champion, uh, NWA with AJ Styles, uh, TNA with James Storm, and he won the NWA championship in November 19th, 2006. Wow. Abyss. So run it back for us. AJ Styles, five times he did it. Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, Abyss, Austin Aries, Chris Sabin, Eric Young, and two-time winner Eddie Edwards. Matter of fact, Kurt Angle held all three belts at the same time. No Ooh, shit. That was, that was when he did that whole fucking getting all the belts thing. That was the, a fun list, T-Donk. Belt collector. I kind of I kind of wish I made that that final match question a little harder. I thought it was going to be a little more difficult, but I guess not. I know, I think it would have been difficult. I just happened to like know that for some reason. Like cuz like you go through like you know like you don't necessarily know as many Starcade main event matches as you know WrestleMania main event matches. So once you go through the WrestleMania main event matches, you can kind of piece together like what the WCW ones were, the Starcade ones. It's so. so it's so fucking odd though that Roddy Piper, who main evented one WrestleMania, the first one, yeah, also main evented a Starcade like nearly two decades later. Yep. Yeah, that, that was a great question too, and I it, I just I got lucky. I think Matt would have gotten it too. I just happened to shoot for five, so. I like the trivia. Yeah. yeah, me too. It was fun. It's always a good time. Matt, would you have gotten? You think you would have gotten it? I think you would have. The WrestleMania Starcade thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think I would have got it. Yeah, I think you would have easily. Yeah. I think Matt might have popped Rick, uh, not Rick Flair, Kevin Nash though. Because it wasn't the last match. Yeah. Right. It's very possible. Yeah. Well, that's where I kind of got confused on Savage, but then I compl- or Flair, and then but then I and Savage as well, but then I totally. Forgot that a Savage like main evented like two other WrestleManias, and then also had a Starcade main event as well. So it was a tough one, but it was good. It was, that was tougher than you think, Tony. Do you find it crazy that Bret Hart only main evented two WrestleManias? No, because he wrestled. He main evented so many other pay per views too. It's just so strange, you know. Like I, I get it. Like nine was kind of like stolen from him technically, but. Well, that I, I would still count that as a main event. No, still. not last match. It is the last match. It no. wasn't, though. Because no, 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 no. Hogan Yoko was the last match. Hogan Yoko. Yeah, brother. Yeah, true. 
True. Brother. True, 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 Hey, true, true. Just, just so you guys know, Uh-oh. definitely go out of your way to listen to the podcast I did because I did steal one or both of your gimmicks talking about ECW. Uh-oh. Which, what'd you steal? Oh, he fucking said that the greatest ECW ever was WWE ECW. I he? did not, sir. If I may volley. Oh, you no. oh, did that. You fucking thief. Listen, we steal everything anyway. It's okay. <sighs> this... We steal everything from Bruce Pritchard. Goddamn. <laughs> Someone else yelled at me for doing that voice the other day. Who, Rhiannon? No, usually it's her, but no. I haven't seen my wife in like three days. <laughs> If I knew that I still was married, I would go pontificate with her, but I don't think she loves me anymore. So I am sitting in my podcast studio with eight by tens behind me, and I love them all very much the same. I do. I gotta get a. I gotta get a desk. I want to put a desk over there, and then I want to put something over here in the corner. I'm running out of room too. <laughs> I got a fucking stack of these Jurassic Express figures I got open. Figure a stack. Yeah, I got two of the ones and then of the regular with Luchasaurus with Jungle Boy on his holding them, and then I got the variant one too that I'm not gonna open. Oh. And I gotta go out and check the mail for my Jericho book and my Macho Man poster. Nice. Awesome. Fucking millionaire Matt, baby. Millionaire it. Matt. It's, it's got it's gotta be nice having that uh that kind of scroll. I want somebody out there, if you're listening, a t-shirt, Millionaire Matt, me with a lot of money, and just like a cat's butthole in the in like the forefront there. <laughs> like maybe the cat's and butthole, bonus, maybe like a bonus, pizza. Bonus if you can get me a T-Donks Bar and Grill shirt, too. Yeah, we got to figure out uh, the t-shirt game. Yeah, we got to hire somebody, man. We, can we put somebody on the payroll? I, we probably could. Uh, I just want to thank you guys and everyone that listens and that participates on Twitter and in the Discord. Uh, It's been a hellish couple weeks for me with work, and this is like such a something I look forward to. Yeah. Uh, And I really do enjoy it, and I enjoy the people that listen. Uh, I'm excited to get to meet uh, Milwaukee Tom uh, in a couple weeks. I'm fucking super pumped for Ring of Honor trip. Uh, I, I I just can't wait, and uh, I just want to thank everyone because everyone's really uh, awesome, and and uh, we wouldn't be here without you. Yeah, and it, that that couldn't be more true. It's just like we couldn't do this. I mean, like for all we know, we could have been just talking to like no one for like the last ten years, but we know we're not, and we know that we have the listeners, and we know that you support us, and we love you, and we absolutely could not do this without you. So we thank you so much. Because you could listen to any podcast in the world, but you're listening to us, and we totally appreciate it. I want to make love to each and every one of you out there. Hit oh, me. look at you, and you're married. Slide into my DMs, bitches. And bastards. Well, we are back next week. The last, for the time being, Zoom studio show. Then look out, North Arlington. You better clear that calendar, Tony. You better lay one in on the wife, because we might be there all night, buddy. That's right. Better get that AC working. It'll be working. It's fine. I ain't worried about the AC. I'll bring a fucking fan. Give a shit. It's going to be getting me out of your house. That might be the problem. Well, as long as you don't stick up my couch, you'll be good to go. My name is not Phil. That's right. This ain't no Christmas party. There ain't no party like a Christmas party because a Christmas party don't stop. (laughs) Fa-la-la-la-la, motherfuckers. 
Episode 539 in the books. We'll be back next Monday with another humdinger. We got Ring of Honor picks next week, maybe. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fourth of July fallout. I don't know what that means. More games and lists. I don't fucking know. No, we'll do games again. I got got a show, too. I just don't know when it is. Do we want a guest? Should I book a guest? No. No Uh, guest? Tony doesn't want a guest. All right. Oh, come on. It's going to be 4th of July. Probably going to be fucking tired, drunk, half in the bag, and we got to fucking be on our game to interview somebody. Fuck no. We're always on our game, son. That's right. And I'm drunk every week, so we're good. All right. There we go. We'll be back next (laughs) week with another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Until then. Uh... Say it. You don't. No. Don't. It. Don't you He's fucking do encourage anyway. him. Don't encourage him. You're Have so fucking full of shit. Your eyes are fucking brown. You're literally. Have My sh- eyes have been brown from the day I was born. And if I feel like saying nope, something, don't. I'm going to. You literally have shit tears coming out of your face. You're not. You're <laughs> going to say it. Can I mute you? Do I have that option? No, I'm not the host. God damn it. That ain't right. Well, you guys are mean. Make sure oh. you sp- uh, spay and neuter your animals. Yeah, and be kind to each other, and 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 don't be mean. And good night, Gracie. You motherfucking son of a bitch, fucking fuck, fucking fuck.